Hey everyone, welcome to So Fast, So Furious, the ultimate fast and furious podcast. Dominic Toretto lives his life a quarter mile at a time, so we are watching the entire Fast and Furious franchise a quarter hour at a time. I'm your co-host, Zach Bacetta. I am Vito Lepicola. Anthony Ray Bench gets a vroom vroom bitches from us who is not yeah, joining he us. He's not here this evening. He's off at Race Wars. If only. If only. Do you guys ever, I'm sure you've talked about this, but the Race Wars. Yes. It should have been Car Wars. Yes. That's an existing pun. Star Wars, Car Wars. But instead, let's evoke a race war. Yes. <laughs> it's horrible. And we, the first film almost was called Race Wars. We should, should say Which really quickly, we are, we are joined uh, today by a co- comedian and host of the Goods from the Woods podcast, Rivers Langley. That's me. Hello. Just How's wanted to let, every know, every, uh, let everyone know who was with us today. Sorry, yeah. I, I jumped the gun, as they say <laughs> no, in the racing no, no, no. world. <laughs> But you are right. I mean, Race Wars does seem problematic to wonder, some degree. I wonder if it was from a simpler time where they, where they thought, oh, it's because the show's multicultural, you know, will we'll kind of like evoke the, yeah. the idea that there are, you know. This was a pre-9-11 all, world. Yeah, yes. there, there are people yeah. of all creeds Barely. and races, you know, coming here to, you know, to do this. So mm-hmm. Some have said that Fast and Furious 1 caused... Uh, the events of 9 11. I guess that's why other countries yeah. hate us. That's right. Yeah. So, Re- Rivers, what Osama is your. Bin Laden saw <laughs> oh my Paul God. Walker's uh, ramen noodle hair uh, from that first they, one. They, and... that's, this is why they hate us. Yeah, this is yeah. why. <laughs> what, is, what is your background with this series, Rivers? Uh, so, like uh, most of America, I'm, I'm just turned 33 years old. So, mo- <laughs> like most people, most Americans sure. my age, uh, I saw the film when it came out. So, I guess I would have been a freshman in high school. And this was one of those movies that was. If you just existed in the year 2001, you saw this movie somehow. It was like it was just it was everywhere. It was playing. You know, it's like mm-hmm. how when they show in old movies like Elvis Presley on every TV in the shop window. <laughs> that's how Fast and Furious One was. You right. could not you just walk by Walmart. <laughs> you it was just zapped into your head. You couldn't escape it. So I saw the first one. For mm-hmm, sure. Mm-hmm. The second one came out, uh, I believe, in 2004. Three. Is that right? Or 2003. Mm-hmm. So that would have been my junior year of high school. Uh, I did not. I still have never seen the second movie. Oh, really? You're not, you're not missing a lot. I mean, it's moderately inconsequential. To, you know, It's yeah. not offensively bad. Or at least I felt like it wasn't as offensively bad as you might think. Yeah. Yeah. It's not It's not horrible. It's it's just one that you could miss and you're not really missing. Skippable. Right. Yeah. Well, the reason being is I saw the first one and I was like, that was fine. It was Point Break with Cars. It's a mm-hmm. fine movie. You know, it's a Point Break with Cars, and then Bodhi gets to live at the end. That's it. Right. It's the, you know. Why continue? Right. Yeah. It didn't need a you know. It didn't need a sequel. But they they decided to make one. But I honestly, the first you know, I just saw it and just absorbed it and was like, okay. And then I wasn't like a huge fan. Now, of course, I'm sure you guys know. You guys both appear to be in my age range. There were people in my high school that lived that goddamn movie like oh, they yeah. came out and I, I grew up in auburn alabama so there were there were kids uh I'll shout out my boy michael honeycutt turned his motherfucking toyota tercel into the closest he could get it to that nissan skyline i took the ac out i took the radio out buddy yeah he's like oh man i got them racing seats and dude, i was doing like 150 down rats mill road man i'm like no Back you weren't out. yep you check it still out have the factory engine you didn't it's just the chassis and the, you, the whatever you just and, and two cans of body. yeah you just put neon lights underneath your stupid toyota tercel you yeah. didn't do yeah. you didn't do anything to it um but uh yeah so that, that would be been the first two movies i never like i said saw the first one it was fine didn't didn't like go crazy over it Mm -hmm. the second one comes out didn't see it Mm -hmm. tokyo drift comes out didn't see it Mm -hmm. fast and furious comes out 
didn't see it. Oh. Uh, I remember seeing the the preview for it, and like a lot of people being like, they didn't want to name it something more distinct than right, just right. taking out the articles uh, of it. So it's just four fast, four furious. Yeah, something <laughs> forever, quadruple furious. <laughs> for God's sake. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I still have never seen those films. Oh, you've never I, seen Fast I've and Furious? Still though, never seen though. Those are a giant hole in my viewing. The reason I came back on board is because uh, I I am a massive fan and have been since the days of the Nation of Domination. I am a, 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 a Dwayne Johnsonologist. I am a I am a uh, I'm a rockhead from way back in the day. Also known as Rocky Maivia. Yeah, to Rocky Maivia. School. That's right. That's right. Rocky Maivia. I, uh, I I I've always just found that guy super compelling uh, mm-hmm. as as a wrestler. Uh, as actually like, in the ring, he's like just fine. You know, he's fine as a wrestler. But his persona, like the way he would just talk shit, was so funny to me as a child. Like mm-hmm. just seeing him go, like, "What was your name?" And they go, "Oh, my name is." It doesn't matter what your name <laughs> is. Is the funniest thing ever. And he's uh-huh. just a like. We uh, on our podcast, we we we've talked about The Rock quite a bit, and we were trying to figure out like what what is The Rock. As a wrestler. That is a podcast on its own. (laughs) Like, what the hell? What is he? And what we arrived Mm -hmm. at is that The Rock is supposed to be like a Deion Sanders uh, uh, type uh, high profile athlete. Mm -hmm. And that's where you get him referring to himself in the third person, because in the Mm -hmm. 90s, that was a big thing that athletes did. Mm -hmm. So Deion Sanders was known to refer to himself like, well, primetime doesn't do anything primetime doesn't want to do. Mm -hmm. And and so he sort of took it from that. He's like, well, you know, The Rock is, you know, going to come in on SummerSlam. Right. And refer to yourself in the third person because like people hate that Mm -hmm. because you see athletes do like what an asshole. Yeah, fuck this guy. Yeah, what a dick. And it's a perfect thing. So I always thought he was hilarious. Uh, and then, of course, you know, he began his ascent into the into Hollywood. Yes, the uh, cinematic stratosphere. For real. And then, you know, Fast Five is really his that's his coming out party like that yeah. is that I, I think that might be the biggest physically the rock ever big got well, actually baywatch he was he was so big in baywatch you're like buddy you're gonna I, your I heart's gonna that explode uh <laughs> but, but he had done mostly like kids stuff previous to that yeah he did, he did, like, the the rundown, he'd, done, but... he'd done like four or five movies and people mm-hmm. thought he was gonna be the next big thing and then it didn't happen yeah and, and everybody was kind of like i guess it just wasn't meant to be and then suddenly this escape was from what, which mountain what really like knocked him you know, yeah, yeah. Tooth Fairy, Escape from Witch Mountain, uh, God, uh, uh, Southland Tales. Mm-hmm. Like he's a he's in a bunch of stuff. Grid uh, Iron Gang. I'm yeah, willing yeah. To bet he probably got a different agent. Probably. Who basically said to him, "You're well." His reasoning really was the wrong he wanted to do here. the action stuff, but he felt like doing kids stuff was easier, and he could get some acting chops before he jumped in. That's the the story I you know, read. In here. Are that you makes guys sense. fans of the rundown? Do you like the? I rundown like the rundown. Yeah, yeah. Because it's weird. I remember seeing that and going, "He's a little too comical for me." Yeah, um, sure. Because I, you know, you look at him and you're like, "This dude's." A, I can get having a comedic presence, but it was almost well, so, like a, him going in and apologizing. I'm really yeah. sorry. I have to kick your ass, these guys. I was almost like it was like he was apologizing for being in the movie yeah and it was but, but i like the movie he didn't know they were filming you know what i mean but yeah. uh well, the rock but, is just physically ridiculous like anything yeah. you put him in you're like this is not a this this guy shouldn't exist he's right. too muscular he's too just he's like the sun you know being there like everyone's just drawn to him because mm-hmm. because you shouldn't have shoulders that look like that you know right. uh <laughs> But yeah, so uh, he comes on board, and I'm like, okay, now I'll go see this movie. 
I'm I'm 100% because I I'm I have a uh, you know I have a long standing track record of I got to support my wrestlers. Uh, if there's a, if there's a movie star and a wrestler, even if it's fucking Stuber, but you felt I'll no go need see it. to go back <laughs> and see Stuber. the previous. It was it was fine. I wish okay. I wish it was better. They are very funny together. I, I hope they make more movies together mm-hmm. because they are a good you know the the way I think they could be the next Rock and Kevin Hart like. Put, start putting wow. them in a bunch of movies. They they've got a good dynamic. But uh, you Dave felt Batista. no need to go back and watch the previous Fast and Furious. Films? No, I was I, I was like, why? Well, because Fast Five for me was such a pure joy joyous experience i was like mm-hmm. i don't want to experience anything less than this mm-hmm. i don't want to go back in the height of i reached the height and yeah. the truth be told when you know you invited me to do this uh i went back and watched fast six and i kind of wish i hadn't oh, I, no. I, I just want to keep moving forward not that it was sure, bad sure. it was great but every step back in a way. but everything they've done just builds and builds totally, and builds so there's totally. almost you know you know it's it's like uh it's like the the ancient greek philosopher heraclitus said you can't step in the same stream twice you know it's mm-hmm, you, can, mm-hmm. you can't go back home again right right uh, and i was watching it i was just like this is cool but no i know for a fact no one's going to fight a nuclear submarine with a car and so it's just not as cool as it could have been. Right. <laughs> but it is, it is it's weird. still great, though. Yeah, yeah, it's strange going back and watching the first movie after having seen all eight. Yeah, so going, grounded. So <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, it's so like I went back totally and watched normal. when when I knew we were doing this. I actually did go back and watch Fast One. And my my goal was actually to fill in those holes. And then I got too busy and, and, and didn't. But <laughs> I did at least rewatch Fast One. And yeah, I stand by my opinion. I'm like, this is point break with cars. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was the point. Yeah, it was great. Uh, yeah, it's a great movie. But yeah, boy, it's a really grounded mm-hmm. film. And then. <laughs> like the most intense thing that happens is they're just on a truck that's moving. I'm like, oh, yeah. by the last one, they'd be like firing rocket launchers into yeah. that truck. The truck would be going under Wacky the water. Technology. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why, like at the last, at the end of the last 15 minutes, we got the the first like really to me outlandish thing when the rock jumps from an overpass onto the car below him. Yeah, that is insane. He'd be, he'd be killed. He would have instantly. at least a couple ribs broken. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I said uh, that's uh, yeah the first thing uh, <laughs> I wrote wrote down uh my section of this film kicks off in incredible fashion uh rock jumps off an overpass onto a car uh and i also wrote down the note the rock's truck is not an earth truck no the truck that he drives doesn't exist i know it's like it was custom made for the for hobbs i guess or something it's like they were like hey we want a truck that looks like the rock can you do that enough yeah yeah like it needs to be gigantic have muscles almost Mm -hmm. like you're looking at it and also it's it's completely ridiculous because all throughout all of the movies he's always driving that truck and you're like you i'm sure it has a big ass engine you can't Mm -hmm. that is true you can't win a race with that that is his truck you just fucking can't you know well that's why every time he runs into something he literally just runs into it he also always does show up last yeah, yes. notice. Yes, he's always the one who shows up. Sure, pulls up in the rear. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I, well, and I think that in joining the franchise, that is probably a thing they had to think about. Like this, this man physically can't fit into most mm-hmm. of the cars that we drive, unless it, maybe the Shelby, like maybe an old American <laughs> sure. muscle car. But like those little Japanese cars, the Rock is not going to get into a Nissan Skyline. He would ex- he would do what he did in in Seven, and he would flex, and the Skyline would explode like the cast uh-huh. on his arm at the end of that movie. Well, uh, we, we have basically uh, gotten to the end of the, the chase at this point in Fast right, 6. Yeah. And Dom has noticed Letty, which I'd, he just says Letty. So that's how the audience knows that he's chasing her. But I don't uh, think there's anything about we don't. It's just her driving. Well, they, don't, they don't do a cutaway. Right. He just recognizes her. her driving. Right. 
which is the implication, which is insane. Yeah. Well, they, yeah, I mean, he's a car genius, though. I mean, they, he'd recognize that left turn anywhere. He, you know, he can he can check out like tire marks, and you know, mm-hmm. he's almost hey, like a car detective. Guys, just because you know my driving doesn't mean you know me. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, they but both... he knows Letty. <laughs> In, a, in an intimate way. Oh, you're That's by the way you dress. They both stop and get out of their cars. Dom approaches her, and Letty straight doesn't ask questions. Shoots him. She shoots him in the man tit. Shoots him in that ever so non-lethal right side of the chest. <laughs> That's right, the supple peck was, of So Vin this Diesel. is the second time he's been shot in a movie, and doesn't even... Second or third? In, I, fa- in the fast he movies? Got sh- well, yeah, he you're got right. shot okay, in the second, fourth yes, movie, I second. believe, and it goes through his, uh, because Mia his has shoulder. To- and then like, it, it went clean through, you know. So like this one though, yeah, they didn't even. As we'll see in a moment. Up. It stops in the muscle, which doesn't make. <laughs> I sense. I was saying he flexed right at the last moment. And it just ping. It like you know, it's like the flex mentalo of the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess Letty was with the Interpol group of bad guys because I was trying to figure out where she came in in the the action. She showed up. She was the one who came out and did the uh, the Han Solo where like. He was about to catch uh, uh, Shaw, and she came out and sideswiped him. Yeah, and gotcha. that's when he was like, "Letty," gotcha. she came Letty. out of nowhere. Yeah, she was like the backup, and then he saw her and diverted. They're, and they're chasing, by the way. And I, you, may, you guys maybe talked about this, maybe not. Uh, Owen Shaw, mm-hmm. who is driving um, a custom vehicle, a, a custom vehicle, a very low to the ground race car that has a kind of a scoop on the front, so you can mm-hmm. flip cars. Dude, that's right. and I, I don't love to have one I, of those in L.A. I, yeah, oh hell yeah, I would just, <laughs> I would just <laughs> blaze out of down my the way. ten. Yeah, I would just blaze down the ten. I don't care who's in the car, just knocking them out. Of the way yeah but when i saw that i i immediately this this is this is either gonna this is either gonna hit hard or not at all uh that's a design from battle bots you remember fucking battle yes, bots absolutely the, the one yes. that would always win they'd have people with like flamethrowers and all this dumb shit the one that mm-hmm. would always win is the one that was shaped like a wedge and would just flip motherfuckers over yep. right yeah so well, uh, well anthony and Vito both pointed out how reminiscent this scene was of uh dark knight in that in that vehicle yeah. very tumbler it's very, yeah it's very shot like the dark yeah. Knight. yeah yeah um so we the go music back. Music stings too are very. Oh, totally. Uh, Everything about that. Yeah. <laughs> the, the lighting, the music. Uh, we go back to the warehouse, and reasonable realist Roman is the only one questioning this craziness. He says, "This is crazy. We are not in Brazil. <laughs> so now we got flying uh, cars flying in the air, some 007 type shit." This is not what we do. And I was like, I was like, oh, Rome, you have no idea what's coming in the, <laughs> if in only the future movies. Yeah. Oh, you're going to be fighting a submarine in a Lamborghini, it's sir. Totally. <laughs> They're jumping out of planes and stuff in the oh, next yeah. couple of weeks. So it's like, it's almost like jumping the cars out of planes. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, it's mm-hmm. like, it's like Chris Morgan was like, you ain't seen nothing yet. He was like setting up the future yeah. movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, that's that. You know, like I was saying, we were watching it just a second ago. Like that is that's the meta commentary. That's yep. the, that's the people like us. Who are watching it just going like, wasn't this a movie about street racing? <laughs> but I mean, totally. he, he's also, he's also like, this this isn't Brazil, but in Brazil they dragged a huge fucking dragged a bank vault down the street through, through, through the true. city and yeah. destroyed like 15 buildings. But it wasn't as like, dangerous this is a crazy situation, <laughs> I, guess. I guess. Because at least that they have a character mentioning this, because as an audience uh, viewer, you're kind of like, yeah, this is fucking, why are they even yeah. entertaining this idea? That yeah. Brazilian bank vault heist, by the way, caused Bolsonaro, you know, in the way that the first Fast and Furious caused 9-11. <laughs> that one caused their awful fascist president Bolsonaro in Brazil. We just trace all of the political tragedies mm-hmm. that Fast and Furious. Yeah, yeah, they're like his uh, vault. His vault is in no yeah. way, shape, or form draggable. Like he's completely like he's taking all. No of one his drags my vault. Movie. My yeah. vault. I've seen this movie, and we cannot make this mistake twice, Mr. President. Uh, that that wasn't real. Oh, it was real to me. Yeah, it was real to me. Let's steal this election. 
And Ludacris makes a joke about Roman sounding like Scooby Doo that didn't make a lot of sense to me. I didn't get. Well, that he did. Joke. He said you went from Shaggy, Shaggy to, to Scooby, Scooby and yeah. he said, "What are we all?" So yeah, I, mean, I, I get what he's making saying. Making fun of his, but, his but like Shaggy's complaint. not like Shaggy's more of a loser than Scooby. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> That's an upgrade stuff. going from Shaggy. Scooby is objectively cooler than Shaggy. Yeah. I know you're going from uh, to Zoinks. Yeah, Shaggy's a fucking loser. I think like, it's just because they're both terrified. They're, yeah. they're both always afraid. That that scene did remind me, by the way, that Ludacris, uh, you know, I've revealed my age. Okay. Ludacris <laughs> was my shit. I grew up sure. I grew up an hour and 45 minutes from Atlanta. Ludacris and Outkast were like my two favorite rap, you know, uh, uh, rappers and rap groups ever. Uh, I I revere Ludacris. But uh, <laughs> they give him whack ass lines all the time. And it doesn't even just extend to this movie. What that reminded me of is like, man, you went from Shaggy to Scooby Doo. It just reminded me of his guest guest part on the Justin Bieber song. Where he's like, when I was 15, I had my first love. And you're like, oh, God, it's, it's, oh, dude, no. you're so good. You're so much better than this. <laughs> so mark my words. Ludacris is going to have a, a, a an amazing comeback record at some point. Well, maybe but his uh, first love was the Ninja, the Ninja Turtles. I suppose. Something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who <Is> knows? That- <laughs> <laughs> who can, who knows the inner mind of of, uh, of Ted. Chris Bridges? Yeah, yeah. of Ted. Exactly. Um, but Roman is is serious about their situation and says they need to get the hell out of Dodge because if there's anything the Fast and Furious uh, series needs more of, it's Gunsmoke references. <laughs> <laughs> Had to get that joke in there. Does even know what Gunsmoke is? <laughs> yeah, anymore? right. Quentin well, Tarantino, maybe, but he's not listening. I mean, I can I can bring this right back to wrestling. Like, if you watch Monday Night Raw, uh, the whole show is they, they hire very high profile writers from Hollywood to come in and write the whole show, and it's probably very good. And then a seventy three year old man walks mm-hmm. in and changes everything five minutes before it starts, which is why mm-hmm. people say just weird shit. Like, for instance, uh, Roman Reigns, who's about to enter the Fast and Furious franchise as part of uh, Hobbs and Shaw, yep. uh, uh, famously uh, is on is on camera going, uh, you're, a, you're a little sniveling sellout full of suffering succotash, son. <laughs> oh, my God. And you're like, that's oh, that's horrible. a 70 fucking three year old man wrote that, <laughs> yeah. which is what. Yeah. Like, we got to get the hell out of Dodge. It's like, oh, are you are you guys old writing this? Uh, they don't know what that means. Totally. Yeah. The, the kids at home with their uh, Sylvester, the, the cat. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> what that is. <laughs> what would you. Pillows. What would you say though, other than get out of Dodge? Because that is such oh, it's a I know it, it is a cliche line. You know it I mean? is it's like, yeah, but, but it is still a reference to Gunsmoke, right? <laughs> right, technically, uh, yeah. But uh, no, I mean it's a uh, yeah. I don't know. Get the hell out of here or something. Right, right. yeah. Uh, Roman uh, hit the road. Put some rubber underneath us. You know, yeah, no, no, right. Put the pedal to the metal. Yeah, there's a lot of road references that you could use for this race car movie. But I thought it was interesting that. Roman was the serious one, and Tej is the one kind of making jokes where it would seem like it should be the other way around, in a way. They, they kind of vacillate between those two characters. They sort of switch places every once in a while. Shouldn't it it's be Tej strange. being the one like, this is crazy, guys, and Roman's like, bah, 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 this is, you know, I'm a I think it's guy. Further, it's a further sign that they're improvising most of their lines. I think those two guys improvise. Tej, there is a, because uh, if I'm not mistaken, right, Tej shows up in Fast and Furious 2. Mm-hmm. Is not there for drift, and then is back in five, right? Correct. So correct. he misses three, and three, four. and four, and is back in five. He goes from this uh, what former street racer who just becomes a like a gam a gambler basically. He was, he was the guy who ran Miami. In the yeah, second. Like, yeah. He legit like ruled the streets, the streets, right. in the marina. He was even right. yeah. He even like had bets on like Jet ski skis. races, and stuff. right? It was, like 
so ridiculous. He, he goes from like this gambling tycoon, uh, <laughs> former racer gambling tycoon, mm-hmm. and then he misses three movies, and then he shows back up a computer genius. Yeah, he, yes. he took some Udemy classes. <laughs> Did they say that? No, uh, no, they never established He's just a hacker now. Yeah, Yeah. he's just a hacker now. And I'm saying there is like a a missing movie that I (laughs) want of him going to like community college and like learning programming and stuff and just be like, man, I could make a cash machine explode. He loses his garage business because in five, he's like, my dream is to open up a garage. You have a garage. Yeah, you had a more than one. He sold it. Yeah, he sold it. (laughs) There's got to be a hidden story there with Tej. We don't know. Now, I mean, now that we're like really thinking about this, he is like a very scattershot. He's he's a character like like Mia, who is what she needs to be at sure, any given sure. moment. But it is, I mean, that was something I was like, where did this guy suddenly become a computer genius? He can identify <laughs> ATMs and and safes. Oh, there's a scene where, what is it in like, is it seven or eight where he's having a hack off with someone else? Right. And they're both just like, yeah. And I'm like, I remember you in the second one. Like, <laughs> right, I didn't right. see the movie, but I remember, you know. Yeah, he was totally. kind of an idiot in the second Yeah, yeah. There was but, no, well, maybe we had, they're twins. <laughs> oh my we had God, talked about there are um, two Tedges. We had talked about Giselle should have been the one to say, uh, the line about uh, knowing the Owens old group. Yeah. You know, and yeah it seems like there's a couple of times in the, in the other where movies the ca- other Giselle characters like, yeah, be saying these lines. She used to be Mossad, so she's like a badass. Yeah, yeah. But then all of the expository stuff about who the villains are and where they come from. Was Tej. Tej. And you're who like, should so know anything you're also this. an expert on like military on combat. Villi- on military villains. Right. On rogue, uh, rogue villains. So it seems like there's a lot of times where it's uh, a line is assigned to the wrong character. It's very strange. I mean... It's almost as if they're making it up as they go. I was going to say, they just, possible. they just cut the script up and like throw it in the air. And then people just die for <laughs> grab lines. Your lines, people. Grab yeah. your lines. Grab your lines. All right. Just pick one. <laughs> totally. It doesn't matter. Also, I'm the smart one this, this uh, scene. <laughs> yeah. Also, I will say, uh, Tej, T-E-J. Mm-hmm. That's the only name he has. Mm-hmm. Which, what the fuck? What could that even be short for? Man, I'm gonna it's not an Tejuan. Tejuan, yeah. It's uh it, Tejric. It's, it's very strange. Tejric. Everyone in this movie, I would say everybody in this movie has like uh, you know, like second generation Scientology kid names. <laughs> right. Like when they're naming their kids back and shit like that, mm-hmm. where you're just like, that just not a name. Oh, uh, we got plenty of funky names to get into. Oh, good, good. Uh Brian is on the phone with Mia, who's got baby Jack with her, and baby Jack is wearing some kind of weird baby beanie thing. I just it stuck out to me. It's like this head sock i don't know why this baby is wearing a do-rag they put ba- they put babies in them little do-rags okay yeah and that's, there's also there's also someone- the little heads get really cold they don't have any that's hair right. yeah that's right. yeah very soft skulls apparently yes. yeah especially in uh tropical uh wherever the fuck they I were know, right wherever the south american country there <laughs> that was my other note about the beginning i just wrote down uh <laughs> no one knows how to chill in seclusion on an exotic tropical island like vin diesel like he's absolutely he is in so much tropical seclusion in so many of his movies and he just yep. looks just i'm down all I'm he wants here. to do is wake up at seven in the morning drink a corona and work on a on an engine y'all saw triple x return to xander cage right yes i did not see the sequel god it's so good i've never seen the other ones i liked this so much i went and saw i've never seen one or the one with cube but i've seen return of xander cage amazing one of the he he the first scene he dry skis a mountain there's no snow he just gets on some skis and dry skis an entire mountain successfully oh, good god it's amazing Vin the, diesel can do those sort of things dude it's yeah. so good but yeah it was the same thing the, the movie starts with him hiding out on a 
tropical island. I do have to ask, <laughs> since the first movie was like an X Games, you know, whatever, and the X Games aren't that popular anymore. Yeah, like, they drop what it. are they doing with it? Oh, He's just an like agent. how do they well, how do they handle in, that character now? Oh, I mean, uh, like in one scene, he gets. Uh, uh, we did. We actually did an episode on this because uh, my my co-host said uh, put it this way. Uh, he gets pipe on a dirt bike. So he's on a dirt bike that has a ski on it, and then there's like a big like wave, and he like surfs the wave on a dirt bike ski, which is not a thing. (laughs) It's not real. I have to see this movie. He gets pipe on a dirt bike. Yeah, it's on Netflix. You should. uh, If you like this, man, you you'll love it. I'm a huge. Pretty wacky. Diesel. I've seen almost everything he's done, but I didn't see that one. But it's very transparent that this is like, oh, he's he feels like he's losing control uh, because he let the rock in, and now the rock Mm. is sort of surpassing him. We we have started talking about that on the show. So now he's like, all right, I got to get my own shit back. So that's mm. why he rejoins the franchise. They did. Uh, they, yeah, they just announced that Riddick 4 is coming. Or they, they got the script for Riddick 4, which oh. almost no one is excited. Uh, I was like, I <laughs> well, would love that movie. I didn't but. know they made a third Riddick. Yeah, well, they did. They did. But what's interesting, though, is that Brian tells Mia that Letty is definitely alive. He doesn't tell, but he misses the most. He buries the lead by not saying that, oh, by the way, she shot your brother. I don't think. Oh, wait. Yeah. I guess, well, did, but we don't. We didn't see Dom tell Brian this information. We can assume that he would have, but maybe. maybe well, they're in the know. same room. I mean, he does look over and see him pulling hey, what the happened? bullet out of I'll his tell you after you call man me. Tit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you think he'd be like, "Look, she, he's okay, but she shot him. She did you know shoot I mean? him in the chest directly she with shot a handgun." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's not something you forget to mention with the world's teeny tiniest little bullet. <laughs> yeah. I guess maybe he just didn't want to worry her bullet. or something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> he had, she had these special I, shark teeth bullets that only go about two centimeters an inch, into the skin. An inch deep, maybe. Yeah. I thought it was weird that uh, Brian says to Mia, "Do me a favor and give Jack a kiss goodnight for me." Like, hey, do me a do me a solid and give our son right. <laughs> affection. <laughs> exactly. Please. Tell him it's from Daddy because he'll know. Yeah. <laughs> if he still remembers me. Right. Because remember, we went through that whole thing. Well, you didn't see four. You see, in four, Brian is really struggling with becoming a dad because his dad was shit. And so oh, he's like, oh, I don't know if wanna, I can be He doesn't want to be the same guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it seems like he's doing a good job. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's succeeding. By, by, by going on international crime things and <laughs> exactly. having his wife give him oh, the baby the, kisses. The wife totally validates him, too. She, <laughs> like He's just like, I don't really want to go. And she's like, you should go. Yeah. <laughs> You're better together. Yeah. I get real horny when I see you guys doing stuff together. You should probably go. <laughs> just just odd phrasing on Brian's part. Uh, but Dom is, is there with him. Uh, he's busy removing Letty's bullet from his shoulder by himself because he doesn't need Mia this time. Wait, though. Did we miss the uh, the part about Rome talking about... Uh, no, that's coming up. The forehead and stuff? No, that's coming up. Well, that's I mean, weird. I got my notes back. Oh, you can talk. You reason. can mention it. I didn't mention it. Didn't they already do the, like, the when a woman starts shooting at you... Uh, you know mm. that you're in fucking trouble. Wasn't that before the scene? I don't know. I don't. Re- I I remember that, but I don't remember if it was in the scene. I just thought it was really funny that he mentions that Rome has a big forehead, and they cut mm-hmm. to that comical shot of him rubbing his head. He's it's like you don't have head. hair. Yeah, he's got a bald head. Of course, his entire gonna, head is yeah. forehead. I thought the the because we're always talking. There are a lot of people who talk shit about Rome, but I thought the comedy timing there was really great. Who's like, talking shit about Rome? Like how Tej, our walks other off. co-host, yeah, Anthony hates, does not like Rome. Rome. Get out of here! But like he stands <laughs> there for like three seconds, like rubbing his head. And I just thought it was really. Fun. I think the comedy with Roman is very effective. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Tyrese is Tyrese is compelling. He's he's Absolutely. the guy you just want to watch. You're like, oh, this guy. I like this guy. Yeah. Yeah. And his comedy, like, it doesn't. It feel. It somehow feels natural to me, even though it does feel maybe a little disjointed from other dialogue in the film. Because apparently Justin Lin just lets Roman improvise, and a lot of his lines. Oh, are yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, well, you know, as we said, Roman is the the audience surrogate of being like, Absolutely. this is insane. <laughs> yeah. What's happening is dumb and bad and we shouldn't be doing it. And you're like, yeah, yeah. I mean, there wouldn't be a movie if everyone listened to Rome, but he is the voice of reason, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. He is the, uh, uh, he, he's always... Uh, the, the chorus of the, of the Greek chorus. Very this. much so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The world is Kenan and Roman is Kel. You know what I mean? Oh, here it goes. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, Dom tells Brian that Letty looked right dead at him, and Brian says, maybe the Letty they knew is gone. He says he says it with gravity. He's so, I, I thought it was interesting. He says it with the gravity of like, "Hey, maybe your package will come in the mail tomorrow." You know? <laughs> he's like, he's barely like. Eh. He's the Amazon rep that just doesn't give a she shit. Your package here in three is two movies. weeks late. Yeah, <laughs> right. He just he it doesn't says seem it's in too... Los Angeles. <laughs> Check your tracking code. Yeah, but he just doesn't seem super concerned. You know what I well, mean? Like, I mean, why would he? That's true. Here, here's the question: Is like, why they they thought she was dead? She supposedly was shot in the head. And exploded, right? Mm-hmm. They Set find out fire. she's alive, and he's like, well, maybe she's just not the woman she used to be, but why would she still shoot him without acknowledging him or anything? I mean, it doesn't make a lot well, of sense. Well, but well, also, I forgot to mention this. When she shoots him, she she gives this look. like Not like recognition, but just like something. You know, like she kind of looks at him strange, and then... She used to scoop me up by the ass. By the ass, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> she has like, my, why is my ass tingling? Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I also you don't maybe you don't know about this, but in four she has a full on funeral, and we have speculated yeah, on we're trying to figure out who could what possibly happen like have been they... in that casket. Yeah, it's, because they did forensics on the car and everything. It's like yeah. they apparently found a body. Because obviously but at the time they didn't know she was coming back in the movies. Yeah, yeah. But it does kind of you know beg the question: Who did they bury? How yeah. horrific is it to think that Letty put an innocent woman, like killed an innocent woman, <laughs> put her in the car? You know what I mean? <laughs> I want to cover my tracks. Gank. Yeah, I tried looking up Letty's death from Fast and Furious, and they, they the YouTube videos weren't there because oh, I was really? going to try to compare because I compared the 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 you know the end of this film, the little little teaser where we get our next bad guy, mm-hmm. uh, to the Tokyo Drift. Uh, ending, or I guess to Han's mm-hmm. exit of Tokyo Drift, and I was like, they did a real fucking good job. With yeah, that. that's pretty great, right? Yeah, yeah, because they cover your ears, Anthony, mm-hmm. if you're mm-hmm. listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kayfabe only. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but that's a, that's a, exactly. Um, I thought that uh, Dom's next line was the line of the movie. He says, <laughs> "You don't turn your back on family, even when they do." And yeah. that that is a really great setup. For the eighth movie. Yeah. You know what sure I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's... I, it's like poetry. They rhyme. That's exactly. right. <laughs> well, we, we talk about this all the time, but like how Deep far George ahead. Lucas cut. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, don't even <laughs> get Don't get started. veto started. Um, <laughs> don't get me started. I love George Lucas, but I hate him. Um, the uh, Oh, you're the one. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, I respect him, but I think well, some of his choices But what are I really crazy, like... A- they do these setups, like like with the 007 line, where he's like, this is some 007 shit. Mm-hmm. It's like the next movie, they are full-on like agents yeah. for the government. Mm-hmm. You know oh, yeah, I mean? yeah. And so like it's almost like he's setting little... We, we, we had that one episode, too, where uh, they talked about like, these are the countries that don't have extradition. And mm-hmm. it happens to be everywhere they go they in end the up next going, few yeah. movies. So it's like Chris Morgan sending these little... It's almost like American Horror Story. I was going to say, it's like that Pixar like, shit where like yeah. the one scene in Toy Story has like all the fucking Pixar characters yeah. in the next 20 yeah, years. Like they're right, trying right. to set you up. Yeah. You know, they're, they're showing you. They're giving a little sni- sly nods mm-hmm. that they're setting or up these Or whether uh, they actually movies. get there or not. I mean, it's like, yeah, there's maybe where he wants to go. And it turns out they do actually... 
have a I, tenth fucking film. I yeah. wanted to make an assertion here, and I hope you guys will will track this as you as you watch these films. Uh, I said that um, I think Dom's voice gets twenty percent gravelier during the course of this film. <laughs> sure. <laughs> like a lot, a lot of cigar smoke. Like when he gets to yeah, him, like it's so gravelly. It's down there. And you watch that first movie and he's just speaking like a normal man and you're like, <laughs> "You you're what did you do?" Paul Walker too. Paul Walker's yeah. voice gets deeper as he goes. Yeah. Yeah. We even talked to Rob Cohen about that where he had to like coach him on how to talk uh, uh, deeper. Yeah. He, he actually so supposedly Vin Diesel was acting way too fast uh-huh. and his voice was too high. And he kept telling him, if you slow it down, if you, you just your take voice. a bunch of mushrooms, <laughs> right? That yeah. Too. Uh, so he, you know, Rob Cohen took credit for Vin Diesel's current acting style. Wow. OK. Basically. Or at least pushing him in the right direction. Him. Yeah. Uh, but but that line, what I like about that line about uh, not turning back on family, even when they do, is that we have seen Dom uh do that behavior with Vince, right? Right. Which you, and, and that's another thing with with. Well, no, you saw five, yeah. So yeah. Vince comes back, and even though Vince kind of turned his back, we see him welcoming uh, welcomes back in by Dom. Yeah. So we we know that Dom isn't just saying that; we've seen him do it. Right. Yeah. Just want to yeah. mention that Dom He's walks it like he talks it. Guy. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Especially later with some of the Shaw brothers, which we'll get to eventually. Oh boy, man! <laughs> yeah, I know. That's Love a whole, them Shaws. whole can of worms. Uh, meanwhile, Letty arrives at some garage somewhere. So this, there's a bad guy garage. Yes. Bizarro world. She she tosses her keys to a, a black guy named Ivory, which is, I mean that's fine, but it does. Everyone, kind of me up. no one has Ebony a normal name in this film. And Ivory. <laughs> we've got we've got Ivory, the blonde woman. They. Yeah, Apparently. I love that name. These it's are kind of not names. Right. <laughs> I know. These are these are I don't know. Yeah. Something. Monikers. Yeah. We've we've of course got the uh the the, the juggler and bodybuilder whose name is Tag. Uh of course we've got the Tug. uh Yes, yes, Tag and Tug. They're twins. Uh they are fire experts and mm-hmm. jugglers. Tag team Vito. Um yes, Tag and Tug. Uh <laughs> and get that hot tag. We've got Click, of course. Uh he is uh he's small enough to fit into any uh air duct. <laughs> They're basically Transformers names. <laughs> and shifty. Jazz, yeah. Jazz. Ironside, yeah. <laughs> Ivory. Yeah. She t- she tosses her keys to him and says that her car is going to need uh, some repairs. And Ivory calls Letty treacle, which is a, a some kind of British dessert. I thought that was strange. Yeah, treacle. There was, there treacle. was a movie. I think won't there was, be a problem. Treacle. He there, says. There's a uh, there was also a movie with Sting in it back in the eighties called Brimstone and Treacle. Hmm. And so I, I thought, guess, yeah, I, I, I hate everything a, about that. Yeah, I didn't. It's a British I didn't take pet the time name, to I guess. look up treacle so so it's like someone saying like honey like basically yeah like, it's a yeah. very sweet dessert okay but it doesn't sa- i mean it sounds like you, you got treacle sounds like it would be intestines or yeah, yeah. it's like you're you know, like, like anal leakage yeah it sounds like. or like you know when you you know you put the toilet seat down there's a bunch <laughs> of pee on the back of the toilet it's that's, a little treacle that's the treacle yeah, yeah. that makes sense <laughs> all those Brits. british people are very mean but polite yeah that's, that's yeah. right as we'll soon see with mm-hmm. the snooty uh car dealer <laughs> well, Owen Owen asks Letty if she's okay. She says yes, but but she seems shaken. And apparently Owen is not uh, doesn't notice this because he launches into a speech about how this new team of drivers isn't Hobbs' usual wannabe warriors. They need to learn who they are. He says. I love I love how the 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 one guy I think it was Ivory who goes these guys are just common criminals and he says tonight they were seconds away from taking us down. Mm-hmm. Show them the respect they deserve or it weakens us. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I was like finally they have a villain. Who has a code 
Yep. Much like Dom has a code. So we actually finally see that he's an equal. Mm-hmm, Usually mm-hmm. there we, we were talking about this uh, the last episode about how like in most of the movies, Dom's crew is like way higher in talent than anyone else around right. them. Sure. And now they're meeting at least their two, four and five or for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So now they're they're kind of, you know, reaching this point where it's like they have to escalate their but, game. But this is I mean, like, it's interesting because that makes sense. I mean, like, that would be the next logical place to go to a place where, you know, they're not guaranteed to j- just win. Right. You know, so again, very well written, I think. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, but I love I love that 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 he He's it's a lot of times the villains like they'll never find out about it. He's like, no, you got to fucking respect. I think your Owen enemy. is easily the most <laughs> interesting know. villain so far. Yeah, he's really good. Series. He's yeah. very compelling for sure. Yeah. And uh, the blonde woman, Vey, uh, she has all the info on Dom's crew, including pictures. She, they have O'Connor, Parker, Pierce, Toretto and the rest of them. Right. He says, and the rest here on Toretto. I, I was so I'll... looking forward to uh, hearing what the uh, Han's last name was, but. We didn't get to hear it. <laughs> it's supposed to be Solo. Yeah. No, it's Lou. It's it. No, yeah. I mean, but code like name his, is his code name is Solo. You see it in shots right. sometimes. But I was wondering the, if they and would... is it not spelled Soul like the capital of uh, yeah, South exactly. Korea Soul and then O H? Yes. Soul O H. Yeah. Buddy. Totally. I think it's I think it's fun in terms of of how he's obviously doing it as a as a wink for his uh, code name. Yeah. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm sure nobody else has picked up on it. Like your name is Han Solo. Really? Mm-hmm. Han Solo. Yeah. Yeah. You know, as you're yeah. Going well, I think customs. it's clearly I mean, like if we were in a real world, his street racing name, like just like in oh, in, in Too Fast, Too Furious, uh, Brian has a street name uh, Bullet. Bullet. People call him Bullet. That doesn't get that doesn't. And it doesn't over. doesn't pick up. No, no one. No, that's and that's also that's this, dude, an abandoned nickname. Is the loneliest thing in the world. Like, I would I would mark the fuck out if Tej called uh, Brian Bullet just out of nowhere at some point. Yeah, mm. that'd be because uh, he'd be the only one that would you know remember that name. Anyway, uh, one of Owen's uh, henchmen. Oh, you pointed this out. Yeah, Ivory looks at the files, says that they're just common criminals, and Owen gives a cool speech about like you know we should really take these guys seriously, which I liked. Uh, the Han of the group pulls a picture out of one of the files and somehow they've gotten their hands on that same production still that was at uh, Letty's funeral yeah. with, with Dom <laughs> cuddling Letty from Fast and Furious it's 1. It's like they should just have a headshot at this I know, point. right? At it's the just bottom a, it says, you know, like... You know, Letty or... T- yeah, exactly. I just, it's so weird because it's like we saw that scene in the original movie. There were no photographers there. Why is this picture? Hey, you never right. know. It could have been that Kurt Russell uh, character just exactly, like hanging in a tree. Exactly. Yeah. We're going to keep an eye out on these kids. Uh-huh. Someday we may need use them <laughs> so owen asks letty if this rings any bells and she only knows dom as the guy that that sh- she shot earlier she doesn't remember any of this she's like why is there a picture of me with my arms around i was just I trying to shoot him with my shark tooth gun and uh he didn't die i love the idea by the way of a shark tooth gun <laughs> that's what it it's is like some 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 samoan island or whatever where they're like <laughs> fucking creating shark tooth guns yeah, you know? yeah, oh, that's not gonna be the plot of hobbs <laughs> and shaw <laughs> yeah because dom pulls that bullet out and it is like the skinniest little bullet i've ever seen it looks like a number two pencil yeah basically chipped off in front the of the thing me. about bullets is when they hit your skin they start changing shape they don't just retain it's a, a magic bullet yeah yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. it would it would flatten if, if anything I yeah mean, if i know anything about how bullets work which especially I against that massive i was about to say pack. yeah if i know anything <laughs> yeah. about bullets and vin diesel's uh <laughs> pectoral muscles, muscles. Right. exactly yeah that bullet would be flat as hell flatter than a serengeti <laughs> 
some burly blonde German guy named Klaus expresses some concerns. I love the stereotypical fucking I know, Germanic Klaus. thing. Klaus. <laughs> It was either that or Fritz. It can't be anything else. Yeah. Uh, But Letty says for him to stay back before she takes him from Team Muscle to Team Pussy. You know what was interesting about that line? I gotta tell you. I didn't even notice that line. How did that get away from me? This is one of those things where if it was anyone else, I don't think the line would be believable. I agree. But she... Is the, I I believe that Letty could fucking yeah, fuck she, that dude. She's up. the girl that says like, she smells. Skanks. I do believe that she could do that, and I buy that. Yeah, yeah, it was an interesting line as written, but yeah, I believe it from Letty. It's just kind of a weird uh, team pussy. Yeah. yeah. Owen must really trust Letty because he believes that she doesn't remember anything about Dom. Takes her word and you for do it. you do buy that like because sure. earlier we saw him kill his henchman when he realized the henchman mm-hmm. was lying. And we have to and assume so, that she's been through stuff with Owen. Yeah, you, she's been you, through you'd missions. figure that if he really did think she was lying, he'd kill her right there. Oh yeah, and he's so he he's definitely her. raised her by the ass cheeks onto the hood of a car. Oh yeah, <laughs> scoop, I hadn't thought about that, scoops. but you might be onto something. It's a scoop. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so scoop. Dom scoops, Owen grabs. Yeah, grabs. yeah. Yeah, um, but I, I do think it's interesting. I mean, there's a lot of noble qualities to Owen in a way, you know, and this being one of them where he like believes his henchmen because that thing always bugs me where like a the, the bad guy like shoots one of his henchmen, like kills him. Like you might need that guy later. You right. know, you don't know. Yeah. Uh, how so far out? Uh, let's talk about that for a second, because mm-hmm. how far out do you think they're planning everything at this point with this film because by making owen at least like a like a noble opponent Mm -hmm. they i mean they know statham's coming in at the end spoilers Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so are they then thinking two steps ahead of like eventually we're gonna get statham full-time on this team i think i think since tokyo drift their their goal is to get through the Han stuff. Yeah, I mean, they, right. they must have had... So they must be thinking, like, okay, we're going to make Owen at least, like, a noble opponent so that when we kill him and Jason Statham goes on a rampage to avenge him, they can then maybe in the next one sort of half-ass make it work. Maybe where, like, forgive uh, him. Maybe forgive... <laughs> like, they had to have been thinking about all this shit because you don't cast Jason Statham, you know, thinking, like, oh, well, we're going to just write totally. him off. If he's down totally. to make movies, especially if he's going to bring Helen Mirren on board, then, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that is interesting. I mean, because like they had to, if you kind of trace it back from where we, you know, at what point did they start this process and how yeah. and did they even know? Because when we were watching four, the commentary, uh, Justin Lin didn't know he was going to get to do a five. Okay. Yeah. So, so they were planting these seeds, I think, without knowing they were going to necessarily get to follow through. With yeah, them. sure. So it's like, all right, well, we'll just, we'll kill Letty and figure it out later. Right. Well, there, <laughs> then there was something I think with Letty or um, Michelle Rodriguez not necessarily wanting to come back and like she was written out for that reason i think well it's it's because we we had done something about that in the news a couple of weeks ago about where she she felt under a female writer coming on now to help flesh out the the female but so that was her issue. So why so i think uh <laughs> well that's what we said no one's really that fleshed out to yeah yeah you know? yeah it's like everyone's we we were joking because now they're going to do like uh, an all female written one, and what if they're all still just as you know badly written as <laughs> as before? You know, it's like. But we say that well, having also said at the same time how great a lot of these relationships are written. So we we yeah. there's a balance. For sure. I mean, it works. It's it's one of those things where things either work or they don't, and this series works for some reason where others wouldn't. You know, it just mm-hmm. has mm-hmm. its own magic. But no, I agree. Um, but no, I think I think she wrote herself out or she got written out because. 
she was like, you guys aren't taking it seriously. Or maybe just wanted to go on to and something And then they else. offered her a butt ton of money to come back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They scooped she, her up by the butt ton of money. Yeah, yeah. they scooped <laughs> her up by the butt and they put her right back up on the up in the movie. That's right. And she was just minding her own business and all of a sudden, ooh, who's that touching my butt? Oh, am I getting back into the movie? Uh-oh. Is that you, Neil Moritz? <laughs> producing? <laughs> um, That's libelous and we uh, we do not support allegedly, that. Allegedly. 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 Scooped um, her up by the butt. So Owen wants to, to know their weaknesses so they can track down these 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 people. Dom um, don't have no weaknesses. That's right. <laughs> only only his emotions. Right. Yeah. Um, back at the good guy warehouse, Roman is still going on about how insane this all is. And, and we have that nice little candy bar uh, callback. Yeah, yeah. He picks which up is great. A candy the bar. scene opens. I on believe like, it's a Fifth Avenue, but I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, it opens. It opens. I think it's on 100, 100 grand. 100 grand. Which no one likes. 100 grand. That's the least believable thing in this <laughs> fucking movie. No one is a mark for 100 and he grand. He does. He does. You see his fingers hovering over which one he wants to pick, and then he picks it. Yeah. yeah. Over, very over a payday. Actually, which I was is crazy. Now that I'm saying this, actually. That's that's perfect set dressing because you notice there's a bunch of trash in there too. So he's already eaten all the good <laughs> so he candy. Just threw it back. It's and also so the now he's down to a hundred grand. So I take that back. Uh, you know what? All's forgiven. That's a, that's a perfect. Uh, that makes sense. Word, word up to my script supervisors. Well done. <laughs> good job. Hundred grand is the shittiest candy bar how, all the time. First of all, how horrible is it that he's throwing the candy bars directly into the machine? Yeah. Do they not have someone who comes through to like stock this? Well, the implication is that the, like Roman is so ravenous for candy <laughs> that he's just sitting there just blah, 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 he's always and then, eating and then just tossing him like he hasn't he can't even go sit down with his candy he's right. standing <laughs> he's over this it over broken machine. machine and just tossing the trash in as he just tears through everything because yeah. i could just imagine this poor vending guy coming in and be like somebody shot my fucking machine all of the food is eaten let, there's let, trash all over hey let me just say this uh uh look I, I don't like covert police actions but if you're gonna have a secret government agency headquarters uh uh, just give out free candy. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't have a vending right. machine guy because that'd be a real right. easy way to like uh, you know get an, a, a, an assassin in there. Like, oh, I'm just the uh, just the vending machine guy. <laughs> don't worry about don't me. Don't worry not about spy. me. I'm it's really just Klaus. Ten thousand dollar bars. Yeah, yeah it's that gigantic <laughs> guy, and he's got like stuffed into a, a work shirt, <laughs> a little tiny like yeah, a little Tom's food shirt, <laughs> <Exactly>. just <laughs> pushing a fucking cart yeah, to fill up your vending machine. <laughs> oh, you went through all of these Reese's pieces. Wow, it must be a hungry Americans guy. Really like your candy. I'm like, like a, a fan of Snickers. This is like a real hungry guy, and then like an AK-47 just falls out of his shirt. Like, oh, I mean, oh. <laughs> how'd that get there? <laughs> Lots of people robbing candy trucks. Yeah, as soon as I saw that scene where, sh- where the Rock shoots the candy machine, I'm like, just give out free candy. You're right. the United States government. Much easier. Yeah. Much yeah, easier. Just give them the free Snickers. <laughs> Uh, they got all the pictures of the bad guys pulled up, and Roman literally mentions it's like they're hunting their evil twins. Yeah, that, this seems which pretty I fucking love. funny. Roman points out each one of the doppelgangers. It makes me laugh. He says the blonde woman is clearly Brian. And Brian's reaction is great. He just laughs and flips him off, which, as Rivers said, maybe that was like a, uh, he didn't know he was being filmed. <laughs> he got like a, yeah. a genuine reaction from I Paul. Th- yeah, I, well, because you would, you would assume that he's, maybe they probably multi cameras, you know, and he was improvising. That was good acting. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. It was yeah. good. Yeah. Paul Walker, it. man. R.I.P. Totally. Yeah. yeah. He is the glue that holds this franchise together. He I really think. is. And as soon, you know, I, I got to say, because even when I rewatched that first one, as soon as he lost the, the, the kind of like curly hair, because he was like 
Oh, he, yeah. He's basically like the entire uh, soccer team rolled into one person. <laughs> like, that's kind of the vibe that he sure. was giving off for a long time. Sure. Like, you know, because there's like in high school, there's like there's football guys who have a certain aesthetic. And then mm-hmm. there's the soccer guys. Mm-hmm. The soccer guys listen to like OAR and fish and shit like that. And they right. were just like they were jocks, but they were like kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And that's always the vibe that he gave me. And it's, it's because he's got that like that kind of like uh, Shirley Temple hair. Yeah. It's and very then as soon as he styled. lost the Shirley Temple hair, then you're like, OK, this is a man. <laughs> This is a man. He grew he's, up. He's fighting for Jack. He's fighting for Mia. <laughs> he's fighting for Dom. He's fighting for family. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I feel Vin, well, really picked up the, the the slack. I mean, as far as like after Paul leaves and everything. Um, where was I? All right. Uh, you said it's like we're hunting our evil twins. And yeah, they talked go about that Brian only. being the girl. Yes, yeah. which I thought mm-hmm. was very funny. I approve of that scene. Yeah. White Hobbs. Somebody just walks by the, the big yeah. the big Russian yeah. guy. He goes, oh, it's White Hobbs. And he goes, this is clearly uh, Han, the Asian guy. And Han kind of shrugs and like, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds about right. It's really weird. Um, and Hobbs shows up and he, he says a bunch of stuff. Uh, first, they have a bunch of security camera footage they can look at uh, to follow uh, Owen's team, see where they went. And second, they found out what Shaw's crew took from Interpol. They ripped off every database or the database of every location that houses the final component to this satellite. So apparently there are like 24 places that have this last piece they need. Why it needs to be 24 separate well, places. And, well, it's to throw them off. You know what I mean? So they don't have an immediate thing that they can attack. But like we were talking about oh, this too before. It's well, like, why the fuck is this thing not already put together? The government yeah. has all of these bombs. <laughs> well, dude, it's well, like, me, why would you have to assemble a special bomb? Before you say it, let me mention this. There are over, uh, there are, the database is only good for 96 hours. So they move the components every four days. Yeah, that we're just talking about like so. There is this sense of urgency, which doesn't really make sense, other than just to give it a sense of urgency. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why yeah. is it only good for ninety six hours? That makes no sense. Because red herring. Yeah. 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 Also, if anyone's hiring uh, to be the person that moves it, uh, I would like more more work. I know, right? If that needs to be done every four days, I can open up my schedule. <laughs> yes. We got another gig for you. You're going to San Mateo this time. You're going to drive these servers around. <laughs> So and also all twenty four locations. Anyway, I'm getting too. I'm thinking more about it than they did. Yes. Um, Dom it asked, just sound. It's mm-hmm. the it's the kind of technical gobbledygook speak that you listen to in a movie where you're like, that makes sense for the movie. Yeah, uh, yeah sure. It, it, that doesn't make sense. And if in you real aren't life. pausing it and and only watching it in fifteen minute chunks, you probably don't notice the expository dialogue. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Glosses over. Yeah, I was. Uh, there's a, a podcast called Movies That Made Us. Uh, it's Joe Dante. Uh, mm-hmm. It's his his show, and he said, uh, "Oh, interesting. It's so good." And it, they they just interview people and talk about their favorite movies. And it's uh, Joe Dante and uh, uh, Josh Olson who wrote uh, History of Violence and a couple other uh, great movies. But uh, at one point, uh, Joe Dante goes, uh, "He goes, the audience will believe one magic thing per movie." That is an interesting. Thing. He's that like makes sense. the One Ring, the Force. You know, like people will, will believe one magical thing. The per, trash can in Villain's head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The well. trash can. Remember the trash can. <laughs> I love that. Scene. Where did it come yeah. from? So that Remember might be to put the stuff behind the bar. Yeah, yeah. So that might be their one magic thing. Yeah. If you ex- if you exceed one thing, then you might have trouble. The magical movie, the, realism. The movie has actual to... name for it. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Uh, oh, I've read some Gabriel Garcia Marquez. Don't tell me about magical realism, Daddy. Uh, <laughs> this is shockful. The they're adapting A Hundred Years of Solitude as a Netflix series, which I is a strange don't choice. don't know how I feel about that. That's one of my favorite books of all time, and it's. Uh, I, I don't know if it's... I mean, I mean I'm watching. it. Not everything has to be a series. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. 
That one, it's just yeah, weird. I don't know. Any yeah. any book that has to include a family tree on the first that you literally have to flip back to every single time to be like, wait, who who is uh, this person again? <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, know. It's very bizarre. We'll interesting. see. I haven't heard of it, but it uh, sounds like an interesting uh, concept. Gabriel Garcia Marquez. Check him out. Will do. Uh, Dom asks his crew what they know about the bad guys. They all talk about how they use custom cars, and there's a lot of talk uh, about cars. Yeah, we don't know anything about cars, Rivers. Do oh, you? well, he kind of like makes fun of <laughs> he kind of makes fun of Hobbs uh, for giving them like standard BMWs, where he's just like, oh, he's like basically calls him a basic ass bitch. Like that's kind <laughs> of what he's implying. Where he's uh-huh. like, oh, you just gave us standard BMWs and you thought we could catch all these custom cars, blah blah blah. Yeah, and uh, and Hobbs is like, hey, that's got a V8 engine or whatever. Right. Yeah. They, like, <laughs> I think everyone on the crew has some line about cars. I, I didn't yeah. have the time to write them down. Well, what it's supposed to do, because they keep cutting back to uh, Hobbs, who uh-huh. keeps looking at Riley, uh-huh. like, huh? I told you these guys were good. They know their shit. That's, I mean, that's what that's supposed to do. It's supposed that to totally show, like, sense. the government people are impressed by these street racers' knowledge. Hobbs like, oh, was see, right. Hobbs was right. That's, yeah. what the, that's what that scene establishes. Like, oh, Hobbs was the man. Hobbs mm-hmm. knew that these guys would be good. Like, you probably... Because if you think about the whole concept... Of Hobbs having to be like, all right, these international bank robbers that I didn't catch, <laughs> we're gonna actually bring them into the fold, and then everybody obviously at the at the government was like, no, let's uh, no, you well, can't. But think about uh, in, in Fast Five, all of Hobbs' men get killed. Yeah, so there is. Kind oh, Hobbs of a, is a terrible leader. Oh yeah, he got absolutely. absolutely he's, everyone he slaughtered. Absolutely terrible. <laughs> he's yeah. so bad. He destroys everything. He's he's the Team America character, you know, where he destroys yes. everywhere he goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yet everybody's That's like, how he he's the greatest. Yeah, like, like isn't he good? How is, You're like, how no, is this he, guy's not good. How is he considered like the number one guy? No, you know? it's well, it's because he's huge. Yeah, and people, no one tells the Rock no. He's an alpha. He's people alpha. respect large, scary half Samoan men. Yeah. And uh, Dom says they're going to have to dig deeper to find out who could fabricate something like these vehicles they were driving. And nearly 36 move, uh, 36 minutes, Vito, into her <laughs> There's going to be 36 <laughs> movies. <laughs> uh, nearly 36 minutes into her third movie, someone finally says Giselle's name out loud. Yes. She has been named... Giselle. It's fucking Giselle. So Are I you can happy finally now? call her Giselle. Are you happy? He's been calling her Gal Gadot for like 30 episodes. <laughs> because the movie didn't name her. If you didn't see her little card on the screen, like pause it in part four, you don't know what her name is until <laughs> Fast Six. It's just, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I've you just look been calling credits. her Wonder Woman. <laughs> I know, right? Wonder Woman, Gal Gadot. Either one is Lady acceptable. Massad. <laughs> yeah. um, so Dom says, uh, Dom tasks... Giselle, Han, and Roman to find whoever made these cars. Giselle is easy uh, is eager to get started, and Riley Hicks so is much eager so to help. that she cocks her gun as That's she's right. leaving the room. I <laughs> love that. Cool. I want to start killing immediately, <laughs> dude. That's the she's best way start to start shooting her way out of the room. Yeah, yeah, she just shoots the hinges off the door. Mm-hmm. And it is interesting that uh, Riley wants to come with them. If you've seen the movie, before. dun dun dun! Oh, Very yeah. eager to come along. Right, chose the wrong team, bitch. I know. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, again, Hobbs mm-hmm. not making the best choices in this movie. Yeah, although yeah. He, he did make the right choice as far as uh, the translator in five. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's one true. one uh, Alina when he picks Alina. Oh, oh, wait, is that uh, the Vin Diesel's baby mama? Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Earmuffs, Anthony. You didn't hear that? Oh yeah, cafe K- <laughs> bowling. <laughs> He's seen eight, so I guess it's okay. No, yeah. Okay. Um. So Dom t- tells Tej they're going to need cars without computer chips that can be overwritten. 
by these hockey pucks, I guess. And uh, they also well, they, need can, to be they fast. can really do that nowadays. They can yes. legit like hack into a car. So I think sure, that's that's, that's in Fast Eight. Yeah, that's they have a fucking stampede of car. The coolest scene in the in, in Fast Eight is involves them taking over the computers of cars and having well, having fact, them all chase the the crew. This actually happens in uh, it doesn't get taken over, but there's car controlling technology in Too Fast as well. I mean, it, it, if you get shot with that, it just turns your car off. So there's been this long history of wacky car yeah. related technology. Although I will say that scene where they're like being chased and that dude is shooting the little uh, the little tackies that cut the <laughs> cut the thing off. It's like just out a grenade launcher yeah right. you yeah. would have dead on hit three of the four but you, you can't kill the main actors i guess no that's fair <laughs> but it's like hey why not get a grenade launcher and also the little the little uh, uh gimmick sure. there the, the the tacky shooter or whatever makes you call sense it. i mean you could even just throw out like a spike chain too you know mm-hmm. what i mean it, like an oil slick yeah, yeah actually anything would be more deadly although i will say and i wrote this down that uh, uh tedge brian and roman's car crashes are actually way worse than the one that kills han uh <laughs> yeah. all three of them are way more more fucking crazy where you're yeah. like oh my yeah, god roman drives like through a building yeah i think i know yeah. i love i love in the next scene they're all just like kind of casually nobody's holding their necks i know oh, right fuck, yeah. I think I sprained my neck roman goes through yeah. a whole department store like like the fucking <laughs> totally. blues brothers but upside down <laughs> because of the way they treat him he didn't come out in a dress you know like like he goes through the clothes it comes out he's like in a bonnet in a wig. Yeah, he's how he's the going. fuck did this happen <laughs> you know so tej says that Is he's about to go into albuquerque tej <laughs> has the the fast car Wait, situation was that a covered Bugs Bunny reference? it was because tej, that was fucking awesome Tej. giving an air five hang Tej. on i'm trying to acknowledge the man's fucking hilarious joke let me finish no let's talk okay, Tej. the joke was hilarious thank Please you go. Mm-hmm. edit that out anthony don't edit it out Tej says he's got it covered but Hobbs says he's already contacted the guys in research and development about it Tej repeats that he's got it covered he's the master of all he knows everything but what was the research and development at the dss gonna do I mean, they were going to give them free cars, first of all. Second of all, they have unlimited resources at their disposal. I mean, yeah. you, have to, you have to but assume why that get- Hobbs is like black budget level, like where he's like, I need $200 million. They're like, great, whatever you need. Like, he's an Uber agent. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, you got a bunch of people speaking, slaughtered. We trust you implicitly with this money. Technically speaking, all they would need to do is just have Tej give the these guys the specs and give them an invoice got yeah. the cars that they needed you know what i mean give the so government like, an invoice of what the shit you need yeah. they shouldn't need they should just have it all just ready to go really. yeah we can't have health care because of this right, at least right. fucking get a cool car on the government dime. spending exactly. yeah this is what we spend our money on as a country so we are suddenly <laughs> at a high fashion not a fancy car party thing yes wait a minute though you also forgot to mention like the great line where where uh, he mentions the car isn't going to turn its back on you and everything like that. He goes, "It sounds like it's a marriage," and he says, "Yeah, except the car doesn't take half your shit." Oh no, that's uh, that's coming up. How am I off with my time? I write my notes in order. I don't. How know. is this happening? Maybe you watched a, re- a re-edited version. So well, they, so they weird. go they go to the fancy car party. It's some sort of outdoor soiree. It's an auction, car an auction, auction, theoretically, like some yeah. sort of a high, you know. And then you see a lot of uh, you see a lot of like Saudi looking guys wandering yeah. around. And, a lot of suits. Yeah, a lot of suits. Champagnes being served. Yeah, fancy. And then the Rock and Tedge walk in. This yes. does beggar the question: Why didn't they dress up for the occasion? Well, I would. <laughs> why do you have to wear a suit to go, go to this place yeah because society my... demands it that's why. because i feel like they look fine 
if they had been dressed like I don't know sweatpants and a dirty yeah. shirt, I could it's not see. like they're dressed like nerds. Or like the, exactly. they look like just you know they just walked in like oh, yeah those are those are good clothes. Yeah, <laughs> so it makes no sense that this stuffy British gentleman. Uh, would come up. Well, but uh, I'm sorry, Vito. This is the part you were talking about. They're standing there. Um, Tej tells Hobbs how important it is to find the right car and bond with it. It's like a marriage. And when you trade up, the car doesn't take half your shit. Yeah, and and it was funny because to me, that line gave me the way that he says it with such venom. I was like, <sighs> he had to have married Suki. That's what happened to Suki. Yep, yep. That's what happened. And I was like, this week on an episode oh, of Tej's Garage, <sighs> Suki and Tej I'm break telling up. You, there's a Tej movie out there yeah, with a know, bunch of crazy shit. <laughs> but, but she fucking left him and he's like, yes. I got to get my life together. I'm going to go to school. Mm-hmm. I'm going to learn to hack. Yes. Like, <laughs> that is, that is uh, honestly, if you go back and watch that scene, the way he goes, shit, doesn't take half your shit. Like he's saying there's experience in that. That line yeah so i assume that suki took half his shit there needs to be a too fast too furious too. anymore yeah and she she moved she bitch. got, she got she out the took- marriage <laughs> get out the marriage bitch get out the marriage <laughs> that's funny now see we're going to acknowledge that and not skip over it because it was fucking funny <laughs> but everyone heard don't edit joke. that out Anthony. we don't uh, we don't have to say good joke to everyone i you should say it to me it every time. Reference. I demand it. That's a good joke. <laughs> Thank you. It was a fucking reference to. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> funny, Vito. Thanks. And I mean that sincerely. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> so your jokes aren't funny. Tej needs a Netflix no. series. Is my point. Yes, I, I would be totally down for and that. And it's got to be called Tej's Garage. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that uh, living on the Tej. With all these oh new... Uh, <laughs> Gone too far. The Razor's no. Tedge. No, I think that's the best pun we've had so far. <laughs> anyway, they're there. They're Tedge talking about their plan. <laughs> Tedge of tomorrow. Tedge of tomorrow. <laughs> that's so where he just lives and dies and repeats <laughs> these are, his divorce over and over. <laughs> these are just the episode Until titles. Until he gets it right. <laughs> yes. Maybe I wasn't a loving husband. Is a Tedge pun. And then he gets shot and he wakes up the next day and it's... <laughs> it's yesterday again um they're talking hobbs is looking at i guess some kind of car menu they got a menu they're looking <laughs> you know normal stuff and he says with prices like these the cars better be made out of gold which we should note which goes back to your question earlier Vito, if you remember when we were watching the the clip about the prices of these vehicles then we get what is possibly, to me, I'd like to hear what you guys think about this. I believe it to be the first real bad comedy scene in these Fast and Furious movies. Um, I mean, there's been bad comedy before, but this was the first kind of prolonged, like, premeditated, like, joke. Where this stuffy British dude seems, uh, he sees Hobbs and Tej dressed totally fine. Yeah. Just not in suits. And he, he comes up to them and assumes for some reason that they were kitchen help. Tells right. them that yes, they, yes. Two the two black characters that exactly. are there, like, oh, you must work in the kitchen, right? Right. And they're just wearing the door to the kitchen is to the left, gentlemen. Move right. along. And by the way, they're outdoors. Yeah. Right. Kitchen. Yeah. Oh, and what I was saying when it's we were a mobile looking, kitchen. What I was saying when we were watching this is like, just if you just like I said, The Rock is physically ridiculous in any world, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. you just see that guy. 
and your first thought should be, especially if you're in a fucking high profile car auction, is like, what team do you play for? Like, he looks like an athlete, like right, of some totally. kind. So you could just assume he's got some money. You fucking weirdo. And also, why are you picking a fight with that guy? Exactly. They're not causing any trouble. The Rock looks like he could eat you. Like he could. <laughs> exactly. He could pick you up and break you in half and eat you. But in- I, I found that this was very Ferris Bueller-y. Like the scene mm-hmm. with with Abe from you're Abe Froman, mm-hmm. the sausage king of Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think so. Pulling this very prank. close to that. You know what I mean? Especially with the comeuppance later and things like that. It's it's very similar. It's it's very Ferris Bueller, but uh, I actually have a I I, I can tell you exactly what this is this is the bro bro version of the you work on commission right big mistake huge it's from pretty woman because remember she goes to the store and she's a she's a hooker and they're like can we help you and they're very snooty and then she meets richard gear and comes back the next day with the money and buys all this shit on rodeo and then comes to the store and holds up the bags like big mistake Big mistake. Huge. I've That's what this is. I've never seen Pretty Woman. What the fuck? We're going to do Pretty Woman 15 minutes at a time. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, yeah, special. I should. I should. Spe- special, like, uh, episode, you know. yeah. You'll find out why Julia Roberts was America's sweetheart. She's fantastic yeah. in that movie. But, yeah, there, there is uh, a... That, that's, that's one of the most... Uh, Interesting. That's you saw the, a parallel to this scene. It's the it's the same scene. That scene in in Pretty Woman is almost identical. Like she's she goes into a, a fancy store on Rodeo Drive, and mm-hmm. then uh, <laughs> and then yeah, and they, she's they still kind of wearing. Well, she's 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 not as upscale okay. because she's still kind of wearing her street clothes, right? Mm-hmm. So you know they're they're automatically like, oh, she's a hooker. But it's like a like a Macy's or like a Gelson's or what exactly? I mean, it's, no, it's it's Rodeo Drive. Yeah, it's it's, like, it, okay. it's uh, really I believe helps. it's Badgley Mishka. If gotcha. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Okay. Well, the the reasoning that this guy gives for uh, assuming this of Ta- Taj and, and Hobbs is that they're not wearing gaudy jewelry, they don't have honeys hanging off of them, and aren't acting like douchebags. It was it was total back. racial profiling. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, but it's like the qualities of that. He's like you. You guys aren't acting like assholes. Yeah. I Get mean, the it was, fuck out. It was complete racial profiling. Although yeah. in in the movie's defense, it's a very weak defense, but there is a black guy in the in the background. Oh, they, well, they so, got they got one. Let's get one, one, let's yeah, one yeah. guy in here just to make this. And he walks by very prominently as they're as they're having this conversation. So I wonder if that was on purpose to say like, <laughs> "Hey, audience, don't it's worry. It's okay, you guys. It's yeah. okay. Yeah, we, we let a, we let you know all races in here. Right, right. Um, we just have to have this comedy scene. <laughs> yeah." It's um, also kind of weirdly reminiscent of like those '30s screwball. It's got weird, de- like his delivery is a little off. I feel like it you know didn't what I mean? fit in this film. It's very, uh, it's very anachronistic for the movie. It's a little screwball. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's got sure. a very 1930s, you know, kind of. Yeah, it's yeah. Very bizarre. And, his and, girl Friday kind of tone. It's weird. for sure. And the Brit- the British guy walks off, and, and Tej says to Hodge, "They should teach him a lesson." foreshadowing and boy oh boy are they gonna Do teach they? him a lesson <laughs> not sure what the guy learned they gave him a fuck ton of money yeah like yeah his company just made like three yeah. million dollars right wow what's exactly. the um, you know yeah taught him a lesson commission right. yeah exactly <laughs> thanks for the commission yeah yeah you work um, on commission right big mistake huge <laughs> han giselle roman and riley arrive at what riley describes as the fifth location on their list through a dart, somehow they arrive at this location of oh, the twenty-four. Th- By the way, I want this job that this that this guy <laughs> yeah. has. Well, There's a man 
just in a parking lot mm-hmm. shooting a grappling hook at a uh, cinder blocks. At, a, at cinder blocks <laughs> yeah. like that that's yep. where do i sign up where's the where's the for no reason where's These the monster things happen all the time where's the monster.com link for this job <laughs> is this job available how can i do it grappling gun tester in london yes. somehow you can live in london you have you make enough money to exist in london england and you just shoot grappling hooks at uh at embank at, at uh, <laughs> pylons yeah fire yeah <laughs> Fuck yeah. He writes a little note. Yeah. Fire. Mark. <laughs> this is a good one. This is a good grappling gun. Good to go. This one, I see yeah, it's still this good. one has gone clean through and the hooks have uh, yeah, taken on the other dulled. side. Yes. Yeah. You've, this you've one made him a, a lot more proper than, than he is in the actual yeah. movie. Um, well, they seem to think they need to speak with this guy the one using the grappling gun thing. Roman says that he and Han got it, which is the third time in this 15 minutes that a character says they got this. Just <laughs> thought that was interesting. They do that a lot in these movies. I know, I they repeat this. the... I yeah. got this. Yeah. So Roman says they'll go in tight. Roman does the talking, and uh, and they, they back him up. But Giselle has a better idea. She says they're forgetting that the grappling gun guy is a guy. So she and Riley go in. She I didn't says, like the way she said that. She's a man. No, yes, she you're goes. Right. He's you're a right. man. She was like, "You're you've got it no, wrong, no. boys." You, exactly. He's a man. He's a man. And then, uh, yeah, Roman takes offense to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there is, there is. I mean, if you really think about it, she's calling them boys and then calling this other guy a man. So mm-hmm. she's basically calling out their incompetence. Yeah. To the man she's sleeping with. Yeah, it's like which you, is very imagined. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah, you didn't. You didn't figure out how to just get paid to shoot a grappling gun in a parking lot, did you? Mm-hmm. This guy's a real man. He's got a real ass job. <laughs> but I still think it was it was believable, and it, it seemed like something. You know, she's friends with them. Like, listen, boys, you don't know. Because he's a man who is presumably attracted to women, and that's why my plan is going to. So even yeah. though she is, kind, it is a dig at them. It didn't seem like it was written just to be a dig at them. I guess. By the way, like. in this scene, I was like, wouldn't it be really amazing to do a like female take on like a 007 type character with like Gal Gadot as the lead, and like she she's out fucking and drinking and gambling, and I think it'd be really cool to subvert that uh, that that character and make mm-hmm. her like the aggressor and. You know, it'd be a really yeah. cool spy movie to watch. Mm-hmm. Well, I would cast uh, Gal Gadot in that, but she's signed to uh, 30 or more Wonder Woman movies at this point, I think. Sure, so she yeah. probably. <laughs> well, no, wait. I was going to say Fast and Furious movies, but probably not. Uh-oh. For hey, reasons to be discovered. Say, she just she did sort of just disappear into the darkness like uh, <laughs> like another, like Letty kind of. I know, yeah, right? So you can, you can bring him back. Totally. There's yeah. always a chance. I have a feeling, by the way, we'll talk about it later, but about Han. But mm. Oh. Back at the, the good guy warehouse. They froze him in kryptonite <laughs> or whatever. Carbonite. He'll but. come back with like a robotic arm. He'll be like the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. But, Dom uh, is uh, staring at Letty's bullet, the little shark tooth bullet. <laughs> Brian walks in and he's like, that's a 5.45 by 18 FMJ Spitzer bullet specific to one handgun. The PSM handguns are illegal. Just all this spouting, just handgun bullshit. Let's just say, what a worthless gun. <laughs> I know. Because the, the, easily like, traceable. Well, easily traceable. Also, let's say you run out of ammo. You can't just like like the reason that a Glock 9mm is great is because uh, 
There's a lot of different ones, and uh, they uh-huh. all take the same bullet. But this one, it's like, no, only one gun <laughs> and takes. it comes from this Russian dealer on the south side of London. Yeah, exactly. who's, like, who sells uh, shark tooth bullets. And it's not even like just a gun that Letty brought on it, because that's the gun that she had. It's one she specifically purchased five blocks down the road. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. one of those things, though. Again, you know, it's it's the movie convention. It's like, exactly. if, if these are super geniuses, why are they making these amateur mistakes? Right. But you because have it, to make the amateur mistakes or you can't trace the people down. And you got to get the plot to, see to the where movie it, where they're like, we can't, we, we exactly. don't know where the gun comes from. <laughs> and we don't so need to see them spending five I days, you know, you, you, you know, using all their, ex- exhausting all their options of like finding the gun. It's like, yeah. you know, here it is. I found it. So one of those tropes in screenwriting yeah. that is necessary, unfortunately. Um, but again, it's, it's another one of the tropes of, I think, specifically the Fast and Furious movies where it's this very specific thing that only one guy, you know, sells or makes. Because in 4, they also, it's like, oh, this is this tire track, but it's this tire that only one guy in L.A. makes, right. <laughs> you know, so right. it's and very it's like, easy to track down. Why would you be that dumb exactly, to exactly. execute the perfect uh, crime but have that one thing, <laughs> you know? Yes. And Brian says, quote unquote, he was a cop for a lot of years. So, was he? I mean, is it maybe a cop for like two, three tops? Yeah. I know, right? He's a rookie in one. It's a lot of years. Reinstated in four, kid. immediately turns bad again. <laughs> so, I, I question his, uh, his timeline there. Uh, but he's already done the legwork and found out that the handgun came from a pawn shop. So, I, th- I do think it's interesting how Brian is utilized in this film. It looks like he's given a lot of the cop work stuff, which, which would make sense. Yeah. You know, he notices the a lot of stuff about uh, like with Hobbs, like, hey, Letty being alive might be a ruse because that's what I would do as a cop. So I think they find a lot of interesting ways to to make Brian seem really useful and not right. just redundant. Right. And there because he was in the first movie. So, yeah, makes sense. Good stuff. Mm hmm. Are you a Dom guy or a Brian guy? If you had to pick. I'm a, I like The Rock. Oh, a Hobbs no. guy. No. Uh, <laughs> I mean, between the two. Uh, jobs for Hobbs. I mean, it's you know, it's 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 got to be Dom. It's always Dom. Mm-hmm. Dom's the Dom's the coolest. You know, you know, and we've talked over the during this podcast about like how good Vin Diesel really is in this role. Yeah, I mean, I buy it's everything. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's his only role. He's, <laughs> know, he's right? this in every movie. Exactly. He's you know, he's he's very he's more Arnold than The Rock is. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like in that way of like, oh, you're. He just does one thing very good, uh, whereas The Rock is more versatile, I think, as an actor. Uh, Interesting. Not that much. I mean, I, we're not going crazy here. He's, <laughs> he's not. He's not fucking you know Lawrence Olivier or no shit. But like, he's uh, he's more versatile than Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel is just very good at just being like, I'm a cool guy on an island. I I'm I would, kicking ass. <laughs> I feel the exact opposite. Really? Yeah, I feel like The Rock is very one note, especially like in in these films in Um, these films sure i just mean like overall like the rock can be very uh, you know he's he he can be very very funny but he is also mm -hmm. just effective as like just a a bruiser like just an ass an ass kicking got cool guy absolutely and i think vin diesel has never been funny have you You ever seen uh call me guilty no, no, but I would. He's a completely different. I was going to say I've never seen else. Call Me Guilty. Is he funny in that one? Mm, you know, he's no, got okay. hair, but he's got but hair. he's playing wow. like a he's playing like a mafia guy who's like charming the uh, 
The oh, somebody was telling me about this movie. Yeah, the other so it's, day. A, it's okay, a completely yeah. different character than what you're used to. Yeah, before. yeah. I, I think mean, he with, did with it specifically for the the act. It was more of an acting role. Okay, kind of wanted to show that. Wanted to show he could uh, that he had. Yeah, and had then range. we never. I never he heard his hair in it. He's yeah. wearing a toupee. <laughs> I don't want to see that. That's, it's very strange. Let's see. It's him like with when hair. you see Jason Alexander wearing a toupee. Sometimes you're like, buddy, yeah. you were George Costanza for twenty fucking years. You can't. You go watch the burning. It's a movie he was in in like 1981, and he's got hair and he's thin. Oh it's god, like totally different. Yeah, yeah. Vin Diesel's not allowed hair. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know, right? He was born bald. Yeah, uh, we all were. <laughs> yeah, that's I true. Was, I was. <laughs> Giselle and Riley, who's put her hair down to help with this disguise, I guess. Mm-hmm. So that was strange. They go up to the blonde uh, grappling hook dude. He asks who sent them because two gorgeous women only enter this neighborhood if someone called the escort service. And he hasn't called the escort service so today. so creepy. I was, and I haven't called the service today. Yeah. <laughs> creepy. I haven't called them yet. That yeah, is very strange. <laughs> so so this guy not only has the greatest job in the world. Yeah. He also has hookers. He has a hooker day. budget. He has a hooker budget. They pay me enough to get my hookers. I like it. God, like a blonde today. I finally don't have to sweep chimneys He's anymore. So creepy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I shot fifty grappling hooks for two quid. I did. I did. Uh, Roman and Han are watching uh, it, this go on, and Roman f- still feels offended by the whole Giselle line, and saying that uh, the grappling hook guy is a man, and implying they're not him and Han. Han says she's just doing her job. And Roman picks up that Han has fallen in love. He's got his... Rome has his weird little... He he flashes back to the second movie, too. Remember where he un- irrationally hated Monica Fuentes yes. for some reason? Like, in the second film, uh, Brian is flirting with Eva Mendez throughout the whole movie. Yeah. And he's always like, what do you want this bitch for? He's totally an asshole to her, uh-huh. even though she's being nice to him but she's he's not kind of, flirting with him yeah I, but well i yeah but but he's pissed because someone else is getting the attention but exactly you can yeah. see he's doing he's back to those old ways again here where he's like yo what the fuck you but know why he, is this woman he, being he, so it seems like he's kind of happy for han and he's like well, he oh, does he yeah. does get happy once he Look realizes he loves yeah. her and but I like do, before I think that he's being a dick true it's kind of telling it's interesting though that han doesn't he doesn't deny that he's in love with uh giselle he just tells uh, Roman to cut it out. So it's I do like that they're they're gradually setting up that this is like a real relationship with Han and Giselle. So Han's cool. fucking cool. He's so cool he doesn't even take the fucking ribbing. He's that's just right. like whatever. Cooler, cooler <laughs> another side of the pillow. Yeah. That's right. Also just like, yeah, why wouldn't you be? Look at this woman. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. choice do I have? Yeah. Honestly. Right, right. <laughs> she I, came on to me. What can I say? I get horny for neck breaks, you know? Totally. A lady who can snap your neck with her hips totes or her legs or any appendage really i love it good stuff giselle's down there and tells grappling gun guy that they need some information about cars specifically two he designed recently and she describes them so he knows it's owen yeah and he he has has he butt dialed owen at this point not yet okay yeah 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 so he's kind of just uh trying to he doesn't seem too concerned about these two random women there's no other uh other henchmen around to back him up so he's a little cavalier if you, about everything if you ask me yeah um although i'm he probably knows that riley is working for them though right that's what i'm wondering yeah because if if so they play it really cool you know what yeah. i mean he she doesn't does hurt him uh-huh I maybe mean, she she's well maybe she physically yeah, i was gonna say yeah he she, he must be pretty low on the totem pole and if, if he does know rightly then it's like i guess i'm gonna have but to get my ass here's kicked. the question is like 
did she phone ahead and let him know? You know what I mean? Because it's like she comes walking up, but he's not like Riley. No, no, no. My theory is that he doesn't recognize her with long with her hair down. Oh yeah, of course. He's used, <laughs> man, he's used to know. the used to the ponytail. He can't tell the difference between Clark Kent and Superman. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so uh, he's not too motivated to help. So Riley grabs him in a wrist lock and Giselle says Riley can take him to the heights of pain. So yeah. he agrees to, to help out. Yeah. So I guess if she did call ahead, he, she was like, hey, just, just go along. Just with a heads up. I'm, <laughs> I'm going yeah. to give you a Fujiwara arm bar uh, at some point. <laughs> going to give you an Indian burn. Yeah. <laughs> Be ready. Yeah. I'm going to power bomb you through a table. So <laughs> where, where are your for that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be wearing my pads. <laughs> yeah. Uh, back at the, the she warehouse. puts her fucking knee on his face. Like yeah. she yeah. fucks him up. Yeah, it's a tough. I mean, I don't know if there's a name for that move, but there should be knee on face. <laughs> it's just a fucking really good pin. It's, yeah, it's the Riley. Yeah. yeah, you're not getting up from that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so back at the they're, they're back at the the, the warehouse. I guess uh, the good guy warehouse because the stuffy <laughs> British guy he's guiding these fancy cars in that Tej has purchased. Like six of them. Yeah. No, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, like in the end, this ultimately is not the greatest choice. You could have gotten these cars probably on the government's dime. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Tej has that line where he goes, "What's the point in being rich if you don't abuse it once in a while?" And you're yeah. Like, that was you only had ten million. That's yeah. not that much yeah. these days. All of these cars are the price of one Tomahawk missile. Like just, <gasps> yeah, just fucking so, take like, the money. He's already he's so he's blown his entire earning the bank safe on these yeah. cars. To, to get back at a man who's getting a commission on the cars that he's just bought. Yeah, well, keep, and, keep in mind, we are talking about a guy who sold the entire racing syndicate of Miami for seemingly nothing. <laughs> right, right, right. Suki got it. Oh, Suki got it in the divorce. Yeah, Never mind. The divorce. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, She's yeah the, the judge is like, you get the illegal street I racing. I rule half of Miami now. <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> the judge awards you half of Miami. <laughs> the half with no garages in it. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! You are you are ordered to stay 500 feet away from a garage at any time in in the state yeah. of Florida. No. So the the stuffy British guy can't thank Mister Parker enough for his business, and if they need anything else, just ask. To which Tej says, "Hobbs likes your shirt." Gives him the shirt. Guy undresses. I mean, it's like so emasculating, <laughs> but it's so drawn out. He takes off yeah. his shirt, takes off his and pants. Now the pants doesn't even take out. I mean, does he have his wallet, his car keys, and his pants? I mean, they're gone, and then gives him his watch. Yeah, um, that's one of those that 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 scene. Because you're right, it does it does take too long. It's it could have been shortened to just have like you know take off your shirt and then just cut yeah, to like Vin him, Diesel doing him. something else and then have the guy walking just yeah, in his boxers the guy walking past out him. in his boxers and getting in his limo just a visual joke which is already funnier really because it's a visual joke anyway so yeah. you might as well like initiate the joke give it a beat and then actually you know circle yeah. the square you know how did this guy get home that's what I want to know. Oh, he probably got in a fucking Bentley and drove home and <laughs> laughed the whole way like these idiots. He's got a company car. Yeah, yeah. for sure. But, I mean, that's a good question. I mean, why would he be hurt by this uh, yeah. well, they bought, outcome? Well, they bought all the, uh, yeah. you know, that's they bought all the cars. Yeah, The so. cars are all purchased. There, there's a good chance that at the end of this auction, at least three or four of those cars would not have been purchased. Right. He just made a killing. Yeah, yeah. That, that was not revenge. Well, also, that there, was business. If it was an auction, was it definitely an auction? Because then he could have gotten into a bidding war, driving those prices up. I mean, he should have bought one car and called it a day. Maybe two. For sure. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. That 
10 million doesn't go that very far when you're dealing with yeah. exotic cars. You got to imagine at least, I mean, those cars were at least 800 grand each. And those cars are going to get destroyed. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're eventually yeah. going to get fucking wrecked. Yeah. If it's in a Fast it's and Furious. bad movie. move. <laughs> for sure. So anyway, got that Tesh pointless should have gone to business school uh, instead yeah. of computer school. <laughs> That's when an- another uh, team member will be assigned the business acumen. I was going to say, Suki right. will come back <laughs> yeah. as the business uh, expert. I got that in oh, How horrible would that be if they had a scene where he has to go to her to get to have her loan him money? <laughs> but I'd baby, it. it's my money already. <laughs> you, know? you sold Not my more. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Not before you slap with that waitress, you know. Yeah. Oh, come on, baby. They'll so, bring her back. No one's gone in these movies. I, I would, yeah, I would love it. Like anybody, they bring back Carter Verone, Suki, <laughs> into it. Grappling gun guy takes Riley and Giselle uh, inside where he's, again, just very, very, oh, so what do you need this information? Oh, yeah, right in here. And they don't seem too concerned, you know, going into this, uh, you know, inside area where there might be more bad guys. It's the old, uh, it's right in here gag. Yeah, you know, yeah, that right, old. That right. old chestnut and and this is what you're talking about as he enters the office he very surreptitiously uh calls owen on his phone yeah Giselle and uh and raleigh don't see it so it's a uh, great yeah part shows of how how great she is at her fucking police job yeah like you I should know. notice this it's like that scene in the departed where like mad damon t9 texts jack nicholson and you're like why is no one noticing this right well, right because he, he's doing it in his pocket blind texting I yeah was like, yeah that's hard to, especially to with that t9 shit <laughs> totally yeah, totally yeah oh yeah the thing where you got to push like a button like three times to get a scene mm-hmm. that's uh, old school we're technology so, yes we're so old <laughs> totally <laughs> Uh, and so uh, he calls it and then puts it back into his pocket so so Shaw and his guys can listen in. And uh, he's like, oh, and uh, we see his name on the phone as Farouz. The blonde guy's Farouz. Farouz? Yeah, okay. F-I-R-U-Z. That's okay. That's how that be pronounced. That's an interesting name for that guy because he's very anglo He's the whitest man on the planet. Yeah, maybe yeah. he's like Swedish or something. I kind of had an accent. <laughs> I couldn't put pin it down. But still, Farouz is not a say, I think that's a Middle Eastern name, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it yeah. could be. Yeah. I don't know. So they probably had some Middle Eastern guy, and then he just like got sick at the last moment. They're like, all right, find me the whitest boy you can it's, find. It's Claus's brother. He's, he's one of the extras in the background now because he's sick. They're like, just yeah. hang out in the this back. Is, this is for probably two people listening. He looks exactly like Drake Maverick, the wrestler from WWE. <laughs> yeah, Rockstar Spud. Rockstar Spud, yeah. He looks like Rockstar Spud. I know. They were, they, were on, they were on set on the day, and they're like, quick, who can shoot a grappling gun? Coffee boy! <laughs> Get over here. Yeah, he, yeah, he was the guy that ran in the coffee. <laughs> the other guy got drunk and slept through the scene, so. Oh, I missed his big chance. Yeah, to have fucking, uh, what's her name's knee mm. on your head. Gina Carano can Gina put her Car- knee in my face any day. Yeah, By the here. way, wasn't it great to finally see her get to do something in the movie yes. when she flipped that guy? I was like, why is she here? They don't, they don't ever do anything. Oh, no, she, she gets finally to the fight with, uh, uh, with uh, Letty earlier in the film. When they're yeah, when they're chasing, true. they have the, they have that big ass uh, fight, and then they go tumbling down the stairs, and it looks like it mm-hmm. sucks. <laughs> and like every That's time true. she has a line, God love Gina Carano, but her line delivery is like it's like you know saying like someone saying this line, this line, and then you cut to her. Here's my line. They cut back, and here's more dialogue going on. It just seems she's so flat every time they <laughs> cut to her. So. Anyway, I can, I can say that because I love Gina Carano. She That's hardly does ever have lines in movies, if you notice. Well, <laughs> I, I, I've said this before, but there's that movie Haywire where she stars in it and they di- they dubbed over all of her lines with another actress. What? Yeah. Is that is that Soderbergh? Haywire? Yep. Yes, it yeah. is. Oh, was yeah. it? Okay, yep. I, I saw that. I don't remember a 
thing about it. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's weird because Soderbergh's movies are either like the most amazing thing you've ever seen, or you're just like, yeah, that was a movie. What was the you one know? where uh, uh, Channing Tatum is in it, and there it's about pills or something? And then the Lucky Logan? No, I don't know. There was some other Soderbergh movie where like his girlfriend is. Uh, like sleepwalks like stabs him oh, to death and then it's, it's the netflix one right no this was not i don't know Bubble. anyway there was a point there in like the, the <laughs> like the like the like the like the late 2000s where soderbergh was putting out like two movies a year yeah I and don't remember this one I, I maybe i just completely imagined this but there is a damn channing tatum movie it's like side effects or something uh where with, with uh i can't remember the the the, the, the leading in, lady but she was in social network and she was in the girl uh with the dragon tattoo uh, Ron, why am Re- I forgetting Rooney Mori? Rooney Mori. Anyway, yeah. point is, Steven Spielberg, <laughs> that Rooney motherfucker Mara. be making movies. It's Rooney Mara, correct? Rooney, that's it. That's it. Yes. Yeah. Um, I love her. I don't know why I couldn't remember her name. So they're in. They're in the office, and Farouz very loudly asks why they're looking for Shaw. Um, I guess between you know getting his face stomped on and going into the office, somehow Owen's name came up in conjunction with these vehicles. Giselle says Shaw stole something from them, and they want to talk to him about it. Again, I guess they don't put two and two together that this guy works for. Oh, it seems like they're giving him a lot of information. Yeah, why would you? Why would you say he stole something from right? us when we get it back? It's like that's the. Fr- I mean, they they just come off as like cops. Yeah, totally. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're an old business associate, and I want to talk. That, yeah, you know. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> but then again, if he's not suspicious, he doesn't do the phone him. call. Yeah, yeah. So you you lose all that stuff. Brian and Dom go to that pawn shop where they believe Letty bought her gun. There are a couple of toughs inside with the shopkeeper. You know they're tough guys because they're wearing Adidas tracksuits, which yeah, is always a bad yeah. sign. <laughs> Total Russian mobs. Yeah, I know, yeah. right? Um, Excuse me, can we get the uh, Grand Theft Auto 4 guys in here, bro, please? Bro, yeah, <laughs> totally. bro, stay back look, from look, the look, window, look, bro. Look, 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 bro. <laughs> it's like this. Bro. Um, Don't touch the window, bro. <laughs> uh, hang on. So... There's a couple of tough guys in there. Dom tells uh, the dude behind the counter that he that he heard if he needs a Russian gun, he's the man to see. And he's kind of like what the, the guy. Fuck, does that mean? I know it's such a weird line. Yeah. I'm only a Russian gun dealer in UK. Who? Okay, yeah, it's it's so stupid. Nobody else authorized to sell guns. Why wouldn't you yeah. just have all the different kinds of guns? It's right, not right. like yeah, it's not like Russia. It's not like guns are like chocolate, where there's <laughs> or like food, where it's like oh, there's Italian guns, and then there's he fucking specializes in Luger's French I guess. guns. It's it like, is, yeah, it is all very much challenge. Yeah, yeah, they all their their lines of questioning are very suspect mm-hmm. because. <laughs> they come off as very i mean they automatically they're not set subtle. people on edge yeah, yeah it's not true. like they're going in and going hey uh you know i need to do this 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 and they ask these subtle questions to get them to reveal things they're like i hear the one who sells illegal guns to people who shoot me in the chest <laughs> well, well this you know? this movie is written like hobbs drives you know it's just like get right on to the next thing you know yeah. they don't spend a lot of time on the movie is that impossible <laughs> truck that hobbs drives exactly yeah uh the two tough guys approach dom and ask him what he wants so dom just starts fighting him doesn't yep. even say anything he uh, takes him out pretty quick and as the shopkeeper is reaching for a gun dom grabs the guy's arm through the little window yeah which is awesome just which they don't them in. they purposely don't make the hole big enough for a hand to go through in those bulletproof windows not to windows. mention Vin Diesel's arm yeah yeah exactly yeah <laughs> why is that why is that bulletproof uh, window that thin 
So, yeah, there's like a little, uh, you know, like little pass through hole there. It just makes no it's sense. It's a whole thing specifically so you can't get a, a fucking hand with a <laughs> right. gun through and point it and rob through the glass. And we could also presume that the it's bulletproof glass. So that guy wasn't going to shoot Vin anyway, Dom, whatever. His name yeah, is. yeah. Right. Unless he could also stick his hand through the thing and just fire <laughs> right, in the right. lobby. Got yeah. a lot of questions about this yeah. interaction here. But yeah, he shows him the little tiny bullet. <laughs> yeah. And also there's this really cool part where another guy starts to come into the pawn shop. It looks like another one of the, the hench guys. Uh, Brian is there, just pulls a gun on him. is like, eh, bad idea. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And I was like, what if that guy was just coming to get an acoustic guitar? <laughs> right, right. I yeah. just wanted to get the... Ah. Uh, I heard they got the, my uh, racing collectible plate, whatever. <laughs> trying, I just <laughs> get his ring back. I just so heard y'all had a good selection of N64 games. <laughs> And now he gets a gun in his face. Not a good idea. Uh, so, yeah, Dom shows the shopkeeper the little tiny bullet. Shopkeeper says he doesn't know anything, so Dom slams his head into the window again to jog his memory. <laughs> and uh, the shopkeeper suddenly remembers that a girl came in about a week ago, bought a whole bunch of stuff. She was a tough chick, dark hair, had a mean street, a street racer. So he learned all this about yeah, her. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> in one transaction. You have very bad attitude, young lady. <laughs> yeah. Very mean. Dark-haired. I am simple pawn shop Legend has it you are a street racer. By the way, I don't think he was Russian. I don't know why. we. It's hilarious. We're <laughs> making they were, they, no, he wasn't they Russian. They were totally Russian. No, well, they look I, they're Russian. supposed to be Russian. Yeah, yeah. The guy. Yeah, he, he was like a British dude. He yeah. was definitely British. And his name, by the way, the actor, give him credit here. His name, the pawn shop owner, Huggy Lever. That's a name. Huggy Lever. And by the actor, by you the way. You know why? Because he meets a woman, he hugs her, and then he leaves her. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> wink, wink. That's pretty good. <laughs> You've been waiting that whole episode. You Huggy say? Lever. That's pretty that is, funny. That is also a- like to leave DARPAs around. <laughs> you know damn well that guy's probably a stand-up comic in, in the UK. They always do, They always have those little bit parts, you know, where the guy's like a huge star in the UK. Sure. And then he's in an American movie, and he's in like five seconds well, We of already movie. talked about Oakes, the guy that uh, uh, Hobbs beats up in the interrogation room at the beginning, is actually a magician in real life who just also acts a couple of times oh, out of the year, I guess. So you're so right. Weird. Yeah, they all got yeah. goofy side jobs. Yeah. <laughs> That's our 15 minutes. Right there. There was a lot. I, I didn't think there was a lot that happened while I was watching it, but there was a lot that happened. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Mostly there's... bad choices by our heroes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> These people made some really stupid choices throughout this uh, 15 minutes. Nothing that stuck out so much it bugged me. I mean, there's a I couple just, of little things. I don't understand why you would go to these like this pawn shop and immediately start asking. Like, if you if <laughs> aggressive questions. Like a, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like. I don't know. They hit they hit the nail with like a fucking with Mjolnir instead of like yeah. With subtlety, no one you know? knows how to play it cool. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like they just charge. Well, especially in after and part four, answers. we saw Dom be very thoughtful and like calculated and put two and two to you know, like kind of figure stuff out. Like, and wouldn't here he's you not think? Doing that. Wouldn't you think they'd scope that place out and go? Oh, there's guards in there and there's people. But that's and what stuff. I'm saying. Like, like, they they don't have they time. They just burst in and fucking yeah. yeah. You know, it's yeah, like we got to get this shit bizarre. going. Yeah, it's like it's what people love about these movies, though. Mm-hmm. I think is that it's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah whatever, explosion, like you know, <laughs> it's go with it logic. Look over right. here, <laughs> totally. <laughs> Look at this crazy thing. But then, and then, like, there's a lot more, you know, maybe not in this 15 minutes, but uh, later on, a lot of really great character stuff, especially between Dom and, and Owen, that uh, I think makes it really easy to overlook any of the goofier totally. stuff, totally. even this uh, the the British guy scene <laughs> the huggy lever scene <laughs> well the the 
the guy that they end up undressing. Oh, oh yeah. the undies guy. I was like, oh boy. <laughs> Very reminiscent of Fate of the Furious, but we'll get there. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did want to say, because mm-hmm. it's obviously coming up, mm-hmm. but I want you all to notice during the street race where where Dom is able to identify Letty by via her driving, mm-hmm. the street race ends at the power station that is on the cover of Pink Floyd's album Animals. What? So really? notice that. I'm stroking my put, chin. Putting thoughtfully. that up there. Check it out. So the street race ends, and he's like, pretty good driving. I recognize you from your driving. <laughs> or whatever. And I recognize this. And, and then the fucking cover of Animals is in the background. You're like, oh, that's that's Big Floyd. I know that. How yeah. funny. Yeah. So that wraps up this 15 minutes of Fast and Furious 6. Anthony, why don't you tell us what you thought of this 15 minutes in your own words? Vroom, vroom, bitches. Hello, everyone. This is Anthony Ray Bench. Just wanted to apologize for this episode taking so long. I've been very busy and very sick. But anyways, uh, my clip started with the rock belly flopping onto a car. I'm glad Roman knows that they aren't in Brazil anymore. Um, why are Roman and Tej acting like a married couple? Also, why is Letty using such a tiny gun that shoots such a tiny bullet? I think that's a little pointless. Why does Vin Diesel refuse to show Dom in any kind of pain? At least they gave him a band-aid, and they didn't show him, like, fully healed. I mean, this is super-duper ridiculous, but at least it didn't go over the top with, like, Wolverine healing power. The thug that is part of... Shaw's gang kind of looks like Brock Lesnar a bit. Brian's reaction to Roman comparing him to the white female henchman was goofy and priceless. Like that, that made this clip for me. Like that was the only part that like made me audibly laugh. Uh, Hobbs comes in and just exposits. Um, when the rock exposits, I can't follow it because he talks too fast and furious and it's all nonsense. My brain just tunes out. Um, that scene where Tej and, and and Hobbs are talking, like I, I just kept thinking, who hurt you, Tej? Was it Suki? Which is kind of funny because the guys bring that up too. Um, great minds think alike and all that. Uh, the stuffy British dude needed to be bitch slapped. I think he got off way too easy. Um, also, it's weird that The Rock and Tej wanted his clothes. I don't know. That that part just seemed kind of off. And I know it was trying to be funny, but it didn't work for me. Uh, two movies in, and I still don't know what the deal is about Han. He's been hyped up too much for me by everybody, including Vito and Zach. Um, he's just not lived up to the hype yet. I don't know. Maybe I'll... Uh, I'll have a moment where everything clicks for me with that character, but so far, I don't see what the big deal is. Um, that grappling hook dude who uh, works for for Shaw is the blondest dude I've ever seen in my life. Holy crap, Like I had to like turn down the, the brightness on my laptop, and that was insane. Um, and I guess we cut back to... Um, the Rock and the British dude and Tej and The Rock acts for his shirt and the the British guy is like, I don't think it'll fit. And The Rock's like, oh, it'll fit. 
There's no way in hell that that shirt would fit The Rock. That kind of took me out of it. I know I was trying to be funny, but so am I. I'm trying to be funny, too. Uh, my 15 minutes ends with Dom asking the gun dealer, um, the girl, what does she look like? Uh, so, you know, uh, that's that's where my clip ended. I, I know that sometimes our, our, uh, our clips don't sync up, but that's where mine ended, and that's where I'm stopping my, uh, my critique, I guess. Overall, this 15-minute segment kind of left me underwhelmed. It was basically a bunch of comedy bits that didn't work for me. It did nothing. Um, you know, the scenes with Tej and, and Hobbs, the scene with uh, Giselle and Gina Carano, whatever her character's name it was, the dialogue between Roman and Tej was just eye-rolling. Um, I mean, it was fine, I guess. Not offensive or overtly stupid, just overwhelming. Uh, anyways, back to you, Vito, Zach, and Rivers. Vroom, vroom, bitches. We're back. Thank you, Anthony. I disagree with everything you've just said. Go to hell, you old bastard. So what are you working on, Rivers? Uh, uh, you can find me on, uh, oh, wait, are you, are we, is this plugs or are you just genuinely you curious? Do, you could do both. Uh, well, I, I host my own podcast, so I'm, I'm real good at the plugs. Here we go. <laughs> <clears throat> you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Rivers Langley, and you can check out my podcast. It's called The Goods from the Woods. It comes out every Tuesday on iTunes and, uh, SoundCloud and all that crap. Uh, and you can find me uh once a month at uh brian kendrick's wrestling pro wrestling uh we record a uh a very fun comedy wrestling show at the burbank moose lodge every mm -hmm. month and it's uh it's just about the most fun thing ever they totally give, they give me a live mic for two hours i just get to talk shit and uh, uh it's it's great and I love i've it. i've been and as a wrestling fan i i prefer very sports uh focused <laughs> very serious wrestling so i loved oh, wrestling good. pro wrestling because it's it's done in such a way that you can tell they are wrestling fans oh yeah and it's not done in like this is wacky bullshit i mean it's it's a it fun, is wacky bullshit it is but it's done very i think respectfully right. as wrestling fans well so and i always tell people this like when we first uh, got approached by uh brian uh to to be a part of the uh uh the action there uh brian was like oh yeah you know so we're uh you know it's comedy wrestling you know if you guys want to just like make fun of it or you know just say whatever like you're comedians i trust you you know all that stuff and i was like Actually, man, I think this is going to be funnier if we just play it very straight. And I agree. Because we've got like, uh, you know, there's famous uh, uh, Vito, if you don't know, in the in the 80s, famous uh, uh, stable called the Four Horsemen. Okay. Uh, and it was uh, Ric Flair, uh, Tully, Blan uh, Tully Blanchard, Arn Anderson, and Ole Anderson. So we have the Formage Horsemen, which is Ricotta Flair, uh, Tully Blanchetter, Gorgonzoli Anderson, and Parm Anderson. That's hilarious. And the hardest of the cheeses. The hardest of the cheeses. Yeah, hilarious. Parm's the hardest of the cheeses. Gorgonzoli is, of course, the most aged of uh, the cheeses. He's the oldest. Um, but it's guys with giant uh, foam rubber cheese heads. So uh, oh for, for heads, and they I come out and they fight. This. Yeah, August, uh, August. I don't know when this drops, but August 16th will be the next one. It'll be out this week. Uh, okay, perfect. Yeah, August 16th if you're in Burbank. And, and, then... and might I say, the, the impressions, the Ric Flair impression. Oh, that's John spot. Allen. 
fucking on. Yeah, so John Allen, the guy who does Ricotta Flair, is also a voice actor by trade. Nice. Uh, so he does a lot of uh, uh, voice acting for, like, anime uh, nice. and, and stuff like that. So he has his own, like, it's funny because he's a wrestler. Like, he's trained as a wrestler. Oh, really? But then and him and Eric Kimmerer, who is, uh, they're currently feuding with, who uh, portrays. So we got the Formage Horsemen. Yes. Uh, and they're feuding with uh, the man they call String. Uh, of course, and it's supposed to be the wrestler Sting, but mm-hmm. he's a string cheese. Uh, and uh, Eric Kimmerer, the guy who portrays String, uh, is also a voice actor. He's worked with like on Sailor Moon. Oh, and nice. so him and John Allen both have these like separate voice acting followings. Wow. And then also they're part of this crazy wrestling show. But then they exactly they come in and like their their impressions of these wrestlers, like if you know them, are like so well done. Yeah. And sorry to go off on a whole wrestling yeah. tangent okay. here. Oh well, no, I, don't, I was I was just gonna put over the, the newest thing that we've got going, uh, which is last month uh we had the debut of uh Dr. George Washington Carver's monster, uh, which is a gigantic <laughs> Gigantic mutated Mr. Peanut, and he That's has great. and he has a gigantic arm, and his finishing move is uh, I, I called it and got got like a quarter of the audience loved this reference the other the other three quarters <laughs> had no fucking clue what i was talking about i was i was like i was like oh that's because he, he has this huge arm and he comes up and he just smashes you with the arm but the arm is foam rubber so it can't bend so it's just this like hard like big fist that comes down from a giant mr peanut and i was like oh he's got the same finishing move as the street shark big slamu uh because if you remember the action figure you pull his arm back and he comes down like that and uh like i said popped like a quarter of the crowd really <laughs> fucking hard and then the rest of the people are just staring at me so but that's the beauty of having a live mic for two hours is they just uh you know some of them hit some of them don't and because i'm the bad guy commentator if they don't hit i can be like oh these idiots in burbank have no idea what they're talking about they don't understand i live in a real city it's called hollywood you ever heard of it (laughs) Vito? what do you uh, what have you been up to man i've been laying pretty low i've just been prepping for some some other stuff that i can't talk about but those are always good i'm completely Boring he's, right now. He's prepping for race wars. That's, That's right. right. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. right. Break out race wars coming up. <laughs> but unfortunately, it's just going to be surviving what's coming up in the administration. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. Yeah. It's <laughs> what are you working on, Zach? <laughs> I'm I'm uh I've got our our Instagram up to almost six thousand followers. Shit! Nice. If you'd like to wow. follow us, so fast, so furious. Follow me Instagram. too if you're yeah, listening absolutely. on Instagram, dear lord. Get get on there and we'll we'll tag 6, you in our six thousand. Wow. I know I'm a mate. There are very dedicated Fast and Furious fans out there. That's yes, great. Yes, there are. I appreciate every single one of you. We yeah, we you are huge rock. in um in uh, Buenos Aires, Brazil. That's Most amazing. of our listeners oh, are in well, Brazil. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. The, that's the the uh, right near the scene of the bank vault heist. Exactly. Of course. So, gracias to our uh, amigos. Wait, is aren't, don't they speak Portuguese, oh, Portuguese. down there? <laughs> Shit, you're right. The word for hello is oi. The phrase for how are you is como vai você. Is it gratis? I, I don't know what it, it is, is now. Or that's French. I don't know. <laughs> oh, shit. Or no. Yeah, yeah, anyway. Put it in the translator. We appreciate was, it. French is merci. <laughs> we'll hear Anthony do it in portuguese over it como vai você anthony's pulling his hair out at this point he's like just (laughs) please stop talking it's all right sorry anthony he's a master editor man this is gonna give him a great challenge he's gonna love us for it it's official you suck hopefully we'll have him back very soon and uh you listener uh should be back next week when we continue our fast and furious six uh 
over analysis we'll and call leave it. us a rating and uh yeah review and, us and on itunes come on rate review subscribe, subscribe. get into it subscribe or die leave a comment tell a friend it helps spread the word about yes. the show we're just going to edit that i love, I love the, the fact that you are way better at this than us <laughs> he's <laughs> well, been doing this for far longer i was gonna say i'm a radio guy man yeah. I'm, I'm ready to go wegl 91.1 auburn university's student operated radio station signing off you want me to read copy baby i can read copy <laughs> Well, thank you very much, Rivers, for Thanks joining for us. Thanks for having me. This man. was fun very as hell. I, w- I want to come back. Uh, Absolutely. Any, anytime you'll have me. Uh, what are y'all doing for Hobbs and Shaw is the big question. Well, we've got uh, Tokyo Drift after this, then seven, then eight. So y'all I feel y'all like... Aren't peeking under the, you're peeking under the Christmas tree? Are you going to go watch it opening night? Like Definitely opening night. Yeah, You've already seen it? He's yeah. already God seen it. it. I mm. have not. Here's the fucked up thing. I actually got an invitation to see an early screening as well and was unable to make it. Mm. Damn, so. you're just missing everything. Yeah, I know. It's, been, a, it's but, been an awkward month for me. Okay. I, I do yeah. think it'll be available to at least rent by the time we get to it, so we should be able to do the 15 minutes. Yeah. Furious 9 is going to be the challenge. Yeah. So we'll see. Well, you can, you know, to, you could do a, some side quests into the Triple Xiverse. Well, Dude, by we then could, we could go to fucking the Vermont Netflix series should be available. By bootleg then. copy on Ooh. Vermont, uh, Vermont Boulevard. Well, let's let's let our audience go. And yeah, sorry. Should, no, no problem, not at all. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks so much. Goodbye, is ciao. <laughs> <laughs>